What's good, everybody? DJ T-Mac here for another great hip-hop conversation. If you don't know who I'm sitting with right now, you're going to learn real, real quick. If you don't know, now you know. He goes by the name of Deals Makes Beats, and it, his name is, is self-explanatory. You Deals should know what he does nasty. already. Deals if you're nasty. You, you said a lot of AKAs last night, right? I think it was... AKA the Five Point Feral, you know what I'm saying? AKA Long Hair Don't Care, AKA He's Here, Now He's There. In your heart, he's everywhere, a.k.a. peace and blessings. Deals cooks meals. Oh, shit, you know about that? I, I heard it last night. This nigga DJ T-Mac <laughs> is the Nardwar. He's Nardwar's cousin. He told me that shit. Colorado's Nardwar. He's from I'll Massachusetts. Take that. That's close enough that. to Canada. Yeah, man, I mean, like, my real name's Hadley Evans, man. I was named after my dad and my grandfather. We call my dad Dadley because his name's Hadley, and he's my dad's. So we call him Dadley. Shout out to Dadley. Uh, he's an awesome guy. My mom, Sharon. Shout out to Sharon, Sharon as my sister calls him. Um... But yeah, man, I, yo, thanks for having me, man. I don't know why I shot at my family. They're on my mind, so. Of what course, man. What was, the, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I go by a lot of AKs. I'm, my real name's Hadley Evans. I go by Dills because in high school I had ears that stuck out like Rugrats. Tommy's brother's name was Dill. So, Damn, look so, at that. Look so at black that people thought they could get one over on me by calling me my favorite cartoon. At least I wasn't Angry Beavers. Um, that's a deep cut. It's a Nicktoon. That's a snake. Let's go. Bring it back. <laughs> but yeah, man. So that's where Dills kind of came from. And then I made so many beats. Motherfuckers was like, yo, what are you doing? And I'd be like, you know, remember uh, Razor phones? <laughs> Niggas would be like, yo, what are you doing? I'm like making beats. I got two minutes left. Click. You know what I'm saying? So it was like Dills makes beats. He spot run. Dills cooks meals. A quick one, two, three. Kids can learn it. It's very easy. Um, so that's where Dills makes beats came from. And then I abbreviated it. Took all the vowels out. So fuck yeah. the vowels. Pat Sajak, no vowels. I'm you know, solving it now. DLZ, MKS, BTS, Dills Makes Beats. It's like Dave Matthews' band, but cooler. Yeah. So that's where I came from. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. So happy to have you here. You're here in Denver for, um, you know, celebration. For a good time, not a long time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. For a celebration of your most recent project, The Approach. Hey. Um, you know, had a lot of fun last night at the Meadowlark Bar album release party. You were jam there. session. I, I totally ignored you. <laughs> bro, you was in the zone. You was like, "What's up, Bill?" I was, I was like, "Fuck you, you, bro." <laughs> I was let you rock. No, bro. thank you, bro. Thank you for coming, man. That meant a lot, man. I, I told you that off the camera, but thank you, bro. For it was that. it was really cool to be there. Metal Ark is is a dope spot. A lot of dope spots here in Denver. I started DJing at Metal Ark, man. Mm. Made a lot of friends at Metal Ark. Let's let's bring it back to the beginning, man. What's Rewind. like the first musical experience? Like, how my did first, we get to this point well, right now? I, uh, you heard earlier. I shouted out my parents, Dadley and Shern. Um, shout out to my brother Scuds. Uh, he actually did a couple of my covers. Shout out to my sister. It started really with my parents, man. I was uh, there's a picture of me in a, in a robe. I'm a naked little child with a Michael Jackson bad cover. I mean, like that seems creepy, but it was like my favorite record. I I, I still have it. It has my baby writing on it. Um, I don't know what the fuck I was trying to say, but you know, Mama say Mama say Mama say. Um, so like my my parents played a lot of music, man. Me and my so we we grew up on the East Coast. We would drive to VA Beach and Norfolk and Baltimore. We would drive down the East Coast. You're from Massachusetts, you know. From New York. I, I just want to correct the Whoa, record for everybody. Wikipedia lied. From New York. Okay, last about, five but you years moved was from in Massachusetts. Massa last five years so you or so moved was from in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. You're from yes. Long Island. Yes. That's right. God damn it. See, I, yo, yes, sir. I'm sorry. I read your Wikipedia. Nigga. I, I, cu I couldn't let you say it twice that I was from, from Massachusetts. We had to but let guess what? You're from New York, New York. The city's so nice they named it twice. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, so my, my, my parents on those road trips, they would play steely dan a lot of d flats <laughs> b pluses <laughs> sitting around like that you know peg and stuff um erica badu um you know like gap band 
Rolling Stones, like really good foundation. Like some people's parents are assholes. My parents were, they had good taste. They couldn't dress us for shit, but they, they fucking were playing music. And that's what I identified with. And I knew what a good groove was and I'm black. So I can, you know, I got some rhythm, but um, that's racist. Not every black person has rhythm, but I do. And, you know, I learned a lot of basic things from them. I learned samples from them. And so my mom's like, yo, you know, this is this, right? And my parents had records. They had cassette tapes. You know what I'm saying? Um, cassette tapes were a big thing. Remember the cassette towers? Are you old enough to know about the cassette towers? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, remember the, the the rack, right? Yeah, remember they had the CD ones that go like that and shit? <laughs> yeah. She was stupid. The DVDs. You know, you know what? You know, your right? house is wonderful. Your house is a home. Thank you for having me here. I'm gonna I'm get you a Thank motherfucking you, CD. One of those like crazy CDs. <laughs> yes. Like the old school joints that you got from Let's Sam go. Goody. But my mom would take me like Sam Goody and, you know, um, Tower Records. And we would media play. That's a deep cut. We would spend hours, like, almost in the library. we go to the library, go to the park, go to the fucking media play, go to Sam Goody, go to Virgin Megastore, another deep cut. Um, and we would just listen to records because you could, like, you know, put the headphones on and listen to it. And, and MTV was a big thing, so we watched a lot of MTV music videos. A lot videos. of videos. Fam, like, I come from, like, I seen, like, All About the Benjamins when it came out. I seen, like, Madonna videos. Like, I, that was a big part of it, too. So, like, combined all that, my childhood, starting with my parents, um, Branching out to like my white friends when I moved to the suburbs. I was listening to ACDC and fucking Slipknot. And I know Leonard Skinner was racist, but I listened to that. And Green Day and all sorts of cool shit, man, that exposed me to it. You know, my parents had soul and stuff. We didn't listen to rap because 90s rap was very misogynistic, bro. Like, I love that shit, but you saying the B word, I'm going to say bitch once, but you know what I'm talking about. A billion times in a song, it takes away from the artistic. I can see why some people are like, yo, rap sucks, bro. But I didn't really listen to that until, you know. I got older, and I liked the clean versions of them. But I was listening to soul and funk from my parents, and then my white friends were putting me on a Slipknot and all sorts of cool emo shit. Tony Hawk, Pro Skater, put me on a lot of cool Bro, shit. Bro, video games? Yeah, that comes up a lot in my, in my I uncrossed my legs, too. Like, Listen, fam, what's your favorite video game? Favorite video game? I mean, what's your second favorite video game? Because the first one's hard. What's your second? Bro, like, I mean, just like nostalgia feel like Halo 2. That was Okay, that was like okay let's shit, talk about you know this. I saying? grew up in Redmond, Washington, bro. They shot up, because that's where Microsoft is. Every kid that I knew had an Xbox with me. I had a PlayStation. Niggas clown me like I had a fucking Android to an iPhone. <laughs> Yo, exactly. Yeah, that's Nigga, exactly but I had goddamn bait. NBA 2K and shit. And y'all can't play with the goddamn Tekken and shit, man. But anyway, Halo 2 has a great soundtrack. Fantastic. Mm. Oh my gosh, I think that's, you know what, that's what's missing from a lot of modern just life, just a, gr a good sound, a good string arrangement, a great swell, a great tension builder, a great, like, <sighs> Halo 2 is great, Halo 1 is probably better as far as the soundtrack, I suck at both of them, I could never get that, niggas be playing Call of Duty, my bros we play Call of Duty, I was like, nigga, I'm, <laughs> I said belligerent, I'm, I'm, I'm dyslexic with fucking first person shooters, but that's awesome, I love Final Fantasy, those joints, Metal Gear Solid, so like, I spent hours playing video games, Blockbuster Nights, Ma, what's up, you know, I got bees, bitch, buy me, you know what I'm saying, let's go rent something, where my brother's young, he had a baby face, I'm like, ask Ma to do that shit, but we would spend hours listening to the same thing over and over again, Ridge Racer 4, and that shit, to answer your question, all that encompasses from my mom and my pops playing shit to their collection to my friends exposing me to shit to video games to just hanging out with people that were different than me. Indian motherfuckers, not Native American, actual Indian motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? So like music to me, it's like it's always been a soundtrack. So I, it, far back as I can remember. And that really, that answer really speaks to your style. Is that a good answer? That's a great answer, homie. Thanks, like, man. It really speaks to your I'm style, smart. the variety of genres that you pull from, uh, 
how you sequence things, you know, you hit them with this vibe, you hit them with that vibe, you hit them with this vibe. It's 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 all over the place, but it's like it's in the right it. place for a reason. You know what? I love how you said that because you know when we were talking earlier. See, I interviewed him before. <laughs> this, you know, he, he told me how you started. Hold up, hold up. cheers, real quick. Oh, Let's my man, go. yo, we may not have it all together, but together nice we have it all. Let's go. Oh yeah, we Appreciate brought the that. bottles. First of all, MCs and producers, bring some bottles. I don't care if you're on Zoom. Be like, yo, fam, I'm zooming you this bottle. I I let you know my address. You know. Whoa. Well, so, well, give them that P.O. For the box, bottle. though. That P.O. The, the box. box, though. That P.O. Scammer. The box. Scammer likely. The box and the box. But you were saying, <laughs> Xbox, nigga. Icebox. Nigga, this nigga told me, he sent me, my homie sent me a picture of a ice, <laughs> an ice cube with a thong on. I was like, Icebox? And he laughed. Shout out to Marion. But anyway, so you were saying, like, you, you did that. You got to, like, kind of play what you wanted. You got to go where you wanted. And you know what? I'm a person that. I want to absorb everything at the same time. So, like, thank you for that assessment. That's very, that's dope, man. Thank you. Did, did AI write that? Uh, no, we, we ain't fucking with that yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the only AI I like is Allen Iverson, number three, man. I love, I love Philadelphia when, when people reference when, when they reference Allen Iverson. Listen, man, uh, I met Allen Iverson. He gave great. me the strongest left hand shake of all time. But what I'm saying is, um, you know, I, I I do put that in the music, bro. I was I, I was privileged to be exposed to a lot of different experiences and people and I did I never shied away from something that was different. You know what I'm saying? I got ostracized by my ostracized by my black friends for not knowing all the words to like a trick daddy song. I'm like, Nick fam, like, I'm not gonna say the N word that too many times. You can bleep this out. But I'm in freaking seventh grade, bro. I like listen, I just got on Mob Deep. Leave me you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, but at the same time, man, it's all about rhythm. It's all about what you like. When you DJ, you play what you like. Forget what top ten is, man. You gonna get this work. So that's I put that in my beats because I had it in my childhood. Childhood trauma. How would you describe your sound? <laughs> no, fam. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna interrupt too many times. I just, I just, the door was open. Um, my sound, bro. It's 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 it's. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not gonna look on my phone because I should know it. It's a word that kind of has. It's like reaching for a nostalgia that's not there or a feeling that's not there. Now, nigga, my feeling is there. My shit got soul in it. So let's <laughs> let's a start. Feeling? With, what you? Yeah, where nigga, are we going? more than a feeling. <laughs> what are you talking about? More than a feeling. Soul. You can't feel your soul. You just know when it's soul. So let's start with that foundation of soul. All the rest of that shit is instantaneous. How I feel about it. You, you could think that girl's ugly, and if I think that girl's cute off top, I don't care what you say. I'm gonna sample this shit. I'm gonna throw it in there, and if it sounds ugly, so what? I did it for the craft. So it's very experimental. It's experimental soul with a little bit of extraordinary Negro in it. With a little bit of caucasity. Experimental soul. With a little bit of caucasity. Yeah, experimental soul. I, I mean, love like, it. you know what's funny about that? I sit by myself and I'm like, what if an interviewer asked you, what is your sound? And I was like, yo, I'm going to have the best answer. And that's the best I come up with, man. It was a great answer. I mean, it really, it really speaks to it. Uh, before we go any further, man, I mean, we got to talk about last night, what happened, approach album release party at the Meadowlark. To um, me, to, to to them, it was a the best day of their life. To me, it was a regular Wu Tang Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen Street Fighters? As that? It's like it was a regular Tuesday. But yeah, man, yo, thank you again for coming, man. Tell me how cool it was, bro. Because I I, I don't get to watch myself. 
it was it was it was like an interesting experiment like you talk about experimental that's like what it what it came out as and there were some really cool vibes you know you would put on the drum loop or whatever and then they'd start rocking well, that's a funny story too that's funny too they, that's they'd funny. start playing uh you know the outcast uh nigga yo when i was on stage i couldn't remember what it was if you look on instagram it says so fresh so clean i feel so embarrassed he's like nigga that's not the song it's it's on stankonia so sorry guys yeah yeah i mean that happens to me all the time i'm like i recognize it and it happened to me with one of your songs today what song was that I'm pretty sure it's the first song of the approach. Oh, it's called um, the the um. <laughs> See, I don't. You know, I name my dad's like, oh, I really like the way you name your songs. I was like, nigga, I don't know what the fuck I'm naming. What just, the hell is the name? It's, it's, it's like called the, the closer. It's called the closer. The closer, and it samples a a, a song that I know through another vapor, vapor famous hip hop artist. Yeah, vaporwave. I actually stole it from him. Yes, I stole it. Come get me. No, um. <laughs> I found the sample. So I'm, I'm, I don't want to call another producer out, but we know what you did. And I don't feel bad about what I did. But it's a cool vaporwave. So I heard that on some, like, I'd be following Instagram. Instagram's a huge, huge source of information. Like, you know how women used to use Pinterest? And 4chan is how I use Instagram. You know what I'm I use Twitter for the porn and Instagram for the inspiration. Keys to the, keys, keys. Go ahead and pick them up. Pick a door. It might open. But I saw this thing where these cats were drifting in Tokyo. My favorite Fast and Furious movie, Tokyo Drift. But they were drifting, and it was like, da 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 da, da. So they don't say, what, people don't give people credit on Instagram all the time. So you got to go in the comments. My favorite part of the internet, comments. Nigga. I don't even watch videos. I just go straight to the comments. Nigga. That's just funny. But people are like, what track is this? And some people wouldn't answer, and I found out what it was. And what hip-hop artist is that? Uh, J. Cole is, is no, what I'm nigga, recognizing oh, no. it from. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm about to blow your mind. It's not. It's not. And I'll tell you afterwards. We'll bleep it out. Bonus footage, Easter eggs. But yo, I'll show you what it is. It's it's like these cats do this vaporwave shit where they like sample VHSs and they put all in the shit. It's pretty cool. I can make it. It sounds cool. Drums are great. Real punchy. Y'all are doing a great job. But this dude sampled it, and I was like, nigga, that you didn't make that. So what do I do? I I'm the Google master. I type in a few words, baby. I was AI before AI. Yeah. But there's always an AI above AI. You feel what I'm saying? I and I. Damn, that's a gem. So I find the sample. I was like, this nigga didn't do shit to the sample. I was like, oh, nigga, you just looped this shit. I was like, that's me, bro. And I liked, I liked how it sounded. And, and actually, it was the last track on the album when I first. I was going to say, the closer opening up at the beginning, what that immediately reminds me of is this one, because I believe it starts with Last Donut of the Night. I love. I, I love Donut's outro. That, that's what it is. I love a Apex, Apex Twin. Um, let me tell you a funny story about Dilla. Mad Lives, my big homie. Name drop. And uh, we were drinking. <laughs> that's a that's a double name drop, right? Nigga, there. First Hold of all, on. I'm gonna give you all a word of advice: don't be Dilla. Dilla would never be you. Shout out to Uncle House Shoes. Shout out to yo all my Detroit people. Yo, one thing, yo, yo, it's cool to imitate. Trust. First of all, I, go listen to the record number one and get it on vinyl like my man's. But don't be anybody, man. You can imitate him. I imitated a lot of niggas. What 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 we caught it? We got a lot going on. We look at that, man. We saving vinyl, baby. Look at she. Look at my man. Look how OCD he is. I put it back perfect, and he going to move it over. <laughs> I have a relationship with all three of these people. Well, not Dilla. I'm not Charles Hamilton. That's a deep cut. Um, but anyway, to answer your question, man, um, yeah, dude, it's, it, that was that – was, the funny thing about that record was, bro, so I'm happy that you said that because I sit at my house, which is the cover. You can see where I make it, my space. I've been sitting there for a year and a half, bro, seven years in Tibet, bro. 
and I'm listening to this music myself. Like my cats, I know it's dope if the cats come in. If the cats come in and fall asleep and they rub my leg, you got to hit. The kids back home are going to love it. My girl ignores it, so she's not a good barometer. Like, I have to send her the music, and then she has to listen to it, which is funny because I do the same thing when niggas like, yo, I rapped over your beat. Listen to it. No, hell no. Force me, motherfucker. And so I, I like, I'm like, girl, you better sit your ass down, goddammit. But I'm pretty much playing this for myself. And I send it to you. I send it to a lot of other cats, cats that people's like, oh, my God, you send your beats to Madlib? He don't give a fuck. He just tells me the shit's dope, which is a reassurance. But um, so I'm listening to myself. Like, I'm literally just my two rockets, my old rocket, my new rocket. And so I always kind of like daydreamed, kink fantasized about playing this for people the first time ever. And that was last night. So the fact that you're like, yo, you're all over the place. I, you have to have a little bit of self-doubt. And I'm by myself. Like, I'm not going outside. Like, when I lived in Denver, I was, nigga, DJing. We was hobnobbing with the hobnobbers, nigga. Lots of distractions. Lots of, you know. But when you're by yourself, it's just you and you and your discipline. And I wanted to hear how my discipline sounded. Because there's not a lot of times in life where you can actually touch your, and, like, replay and enjoy the discipline of work you put in. So last night was, like, I'm happy you came, bro. Like, really, man. It was, it was, I, I, I'm gonna cry. I mean, like, I'm wearing these glasses because I'm high and I didn't sleep last night. But, yo, it was awesome, bro. So, thank you for the kind words, man. And, yeah. It was so cool. Like, how, how did the idea come together? Obviously, they do that on Wednesdays off the cuff. Oh, let me tell you some, That's a really dope thing. But, shit, how, how did that kind of come together? No man is onto an island himself. You know, niggas be like, I'm self made. Nigga, your mom birthed you. Somebody taught you how to talk. Somebody showed you the shit that. Always a student. So I build relationships, man. Like I'm happy we met, bro. Cause we, I was talking shit to this nigga on DMs. I'm <laughs> right saying, after the TMC interview, he's in my comments. And, oh, and nigga, uh, <laughs> he was letting me know, yo, I'm coming on. We gotta clear this nigga, up. Yo, like. that shit is that shit is capricious. <laughs> That's arbitrary, yo. Yo, I was kicking it with TMC. We'll talk about that. But anyway, um, so uh, I I got good relationships. That uh, E and the whole band and shit. I would go in freestyle. I would be getting drunk so like gerard's is there and you know so like i did stand-up comedy dj'd and rapped all on the fucking block shout out to 27th and larimer matchbox metal lark gerard's um larimer lounge is my shit rocket space you know that yo that's a great place for artists vino on the block this is a great you know, be a good person's right there um anyway I, yo shout out to that that spot of time they gentrified it but we still got it you know what i'm saying they can't take away culture so anyway I, uh, I've been rocking with those dudes for a minute. The last time I was here when it was negative 55 degrees, I had my phone and I was playing my sample off of it. They plugged me in and they were playing the drums off of my... I was just hitting the samples off my koala shit. Then Venus Cruz came in. Whenever I see Venus, she lets me jump in and just freestyle a little bit. Yeah, that was... Um, Venus, that was fucking Which is sick. crazy because, you know, Venus... I've known Venus forever. She's so beautiful. She's awesome. Like, I, dude, my heart feels it right now, but she would always let me sit in, bro. Always. Like, I didn't even have these dreads she let me sit in. So it was cool last night that she sat in on my shit. And I'm looking at Venus. The back of Venus is there. She had the romper on. And I'm like, nigga, yo, it, yo, I was trying to be cool, you know what I'm saying? Because I looked cool. My chest was out and shit. And the girls was there. But, you know, that was really dope, man. But the closer shit, the whole approach shit, man, I was sitting by myself, figuring it out. I make so many beats, I try to make little beat tapes to quantize or what's it compartmentalize compartmentalize yeah I can never I say, say that it word. slow <laughs> some people can't say I might have been missing a vowel or two no you said it better than me you and you're a great enunciator I said that word but you know what I'm saying I'm like trying to put these little things and put in my head like little beat tapes that's why I got like fucking billions of beat tapes right I made a thousand beats last year why because I wasn't doing drugs a thousand nigga yeah man but you he know just what said that real quick but guess how many of them were dope probably like four 
Or the Everett. Come on, you got Listen, uh, 22 I, I, on the hold, tape. Hold on, hold on. I got, I got, yo, I got, I got sponsored by Pepsi off one of them shits, and I don't even like that beat, really. Huh? Yeah, nigga, I got Brisk. They put me on their Instagram, and they gave me like $3,000. Yeah, man, I got people. But but yeah. to answer your question, it's all relationships, right? And so it's about being authentic and actually like engaging people without scamming them without like oh wow this nigga does an interview let me jump on this nigga and say interview me no nah, I ain't like the way T, uh, TMZ was talking and I'm gonna come straight in the record that's how I started <laughs> yeah. but but at the same time you know just watching your interviews and all, I'm like okay this dude's cool I can I can you know what I'm saying like I don't a lot of people fuck with me but I don't fuck with a lot of people and I know who to fuck with so the people I knew who to fuck with were really good at shit man like you're really good at fucking DJing even though you said oh I'm okay but you're good at getting pulling this out of people and artists you know what I'm saying like Taylor's really good at fucking just being on and being spontaneous. People are good at a lot of things. And you don't have to use them for that. You just have to be their friend or not talk to them or give them money. There's a lot of different ways to network. So the way I got this little mini tour I put together, I missed Denver. And last time I was here, it was cold as fuck. And I did shows and nobody came because it was cold as fuck. <laughs> hurt. That's and hurt. it was New Year's. Nigga gonna book me on New Year's Day. Nigga, fuck out of here. You think? Let me coming out. Who cares a fuck about Dills makes beats? Well, anyway, so I, I needed my redeeming. I need my. I needed my. I needed my work back. Redemption. So I said like this. I said, "Hmm, how can I make this eventful?" You know what I'm saying? You gotta have some sort of story, some sort of um purpose. So I was like, "Yo, let me just call people." If I call E, I say, "E, yo, my nigga, I'm gonna rock it with you for a minute. How you feel about me coming?" He's like, "Oh, yo, by the way, we already do a producer thing, but Dills, you're gonna do it. It's gonna be even better because I rock with them without even making beats. I go up and jump in freestyle." And get a bunch of drunk white girls to fucking follow me on Instagram. I get free drinks. I get to meet people. I, so it's just like, that's fun to me. And you get to build relationships off things that are fun. Like video games. Like music. Like whatever. You know, whatever you like. Dungeons and Dragons or some shit. Pokemon cards. So I just kind of pulled some favors, man. I was like, yo, nigga, I ain't never asked you for shit. Nigga, let me get five dollars. So it kind of went that way. Then I was like, let me hit up Face. Shout out to Face Defeat, man. From New York. Like us. He's not from Massachusetts. He's from New York. Long Island. Wolf of Wall Street. Um, but, yo, he makes beats, so he has his beats bodega thing. Tonight. Tonight. We out. Yo, I, yo, I said, going. I was like, I was going to come here at 12. I was like, yo, let me just slide from the interview and be like, what y'all niggas do today? Uh, guess who I got interviewed by, motherfucker? T. Macademics. But anyway, <laughs> so, I, so, I, so I chained those two together, and I was like, let me get a third joint. Like, you, you got to trifecta. Yo, Fecta. very powerful numbers, three, six, and nine. Nikola Tesla, three six nine. If you can master three six and nine, I got a three on my arm, but it has five stars, so it negates the shit. But three six and five, man. Dills are dropping gems, man. Come on, man. This ain't Alex Jones, man. <laughs> this is soul. But so I'm gonna DJ with uh, D Daytona and Hex Kitten, who are my homies. Again, yo, let me come DJ with y'all niggas for a minute, man. Cool, Dills, of course, Dills. You gotta be a good person. You can't be an asshole. And when you're an asshole, you better pick and choose when you're an asshole. Doom said, um, if you want to pick him, select the date or bring a deep check, like checkmate, nigga. You don't want to put those dirty Tims on, right? But you got to treat people nice, man. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you treated me with respect and love just off of the Instagrams, nigga. How I many motherfuckers I'll be looking at me? Nigga, you stupid on Instagram, nigga. You, you actually dropping this shit. So, calling you, be like, yo, fam, how do you feel about doing an interview? He said, fuck you, Dills. I was like, no please. No question. Nigga. No question. I said, I said, what's your Venmo, baby? I get... But, yo, but yo, even that, bro. So, I, yo, thank you for that, too. And thank you to E. And thank you to fucking Daytona. And thank you to Face. And um, so, I, I got to call it a tour. Native Roots, too. They they sponsored it. Guess how I got a Native Roots sponsor? Remember I told you the story about how dispensaries never pay me? Yeah. <laughs> nigga, uh, shout out to Eugene, man. This nigga's on my Instagram Live, which is a lesson. It doesn't matter who's watching you. Somebody's watching you. 
You know what I'm talking about. But he was on my Instagram. And this nigga messaged me. He's like, yo, dude, I really F with your stuff, man. Tell me how we can help. Now, Native Roots was not always known for local love. I mean, you guys kind of stuck up. You guys kind of like, okay, you got weed, but so did that. But they're really doing a local focus. So he's like, yo, let me promote your shit in the, in the lobbies with their big TVs. You know what I'm saying? So I made a little visual, put a little QR code at the, at the bottom, scan at, scan this. That's what it says. And it just, you know, put everybody in my music. So that was like a great thing, too. I didn't ask for that, but, you know, you got to take an opportunity when people want to help. So that's how I kind of put this whole shit together. MCs, producer, be nice to people, make friends, even if they can't do shit for you, bro. Mm, be a genuine person. Be friends that's with women, even if you can't have sex with them. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's important. That's very important. If you're going to do the scam and do it, just don't scam. Just be a good don't person. Don't do it. Don't be a do good that. Person. Yo, one of my favorite parts of last night was uh, when you was freestyling specifically. The cats. The huh? cat freestyle. My oh, nigga. my goodness. Come on. First of all, you got cats. <laughs> nigga, we got cats, nigga. Yo, cats, man. Shout out to cats. Meow. Um, <laughs> those are my sound effects, man. ASMR. Is it ASMR? ASMR. Anyway. I think so. The cat freestyle, bro. I'm such a good rapper. I'm not going to lie. Yo, here's some history about this. I won so many freestyle battles. Shout out to Mike Word, man. That nigga, that's my G. We have the same birthday. He buys beats. He's great. We were in a rap battle. And you had to beat three people to win this $200. So you had to beat three people in a row. Nigga, I was the first one to beat everybody. I called Mike Sideshow Bob. I called this nigga Cheddar Bob. I won. Then I went to another freestyle battle. Won that shit. And everybody's like, nigga, you should rap. Fuck your beats. Because my beats were whack. I said, like, no, I only like rapping because it's fun. I get drunk. Have a bunch of girls around, have some homies around. Oh, you put on some instrumentals. What you want to hear? Put on fucking uh, Bruno Mars, Twenty Four Karat, freestyle of that shit. I like the spontaneity of it and the and the fun and the just like you're just going off the brain. You're not. There's no filter. So when I rap, when I try to record, I don't do it as well as I think. It's like you know you can like you know you can like fuck, but you see yourself on camera. You're like that is the ugliest shit I've ever seen. You know you're good, but it don't look so good. So. But when you're in the moment and you're making love, you're not fucking, you're making love. It's just more genuine and pure. So in the cat song, the actual beat was called the cat song. You're on the approach. It's called the cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because remember I told you the cats come in. If the cats like it, if they don't, them niggas don't come in. They, they push the door open. They walk the fuck away. Nigga, quick deal. Take that shit. So the cat song, they liked it. And I named it that. So then I saw it on my iPad. And I'm like, oh, the cat song. And I was like, yo, I'm kind of drunk. Let's rap about cats. And if y'all weren't there, man, um, which is great, because if you were there, you were there. If you weren't, it's like missing Nirvana at fucking playing at Blockbuster Video or some shit, man. I actually sampled that, by the way. Um, so <laughs> I was like, let me just think about my cats. I'm drunk. And I just named Yuki and fucking Ryu and Venza and where they came from. They eat pellets too fast and they throw up. <laughs> it's going in last night. <laughs> and he's like, yo, nigga, slow down. The fuck? Yo, but it's our fault because we be putting too much food in that motherfucker, man. It happens sometimes. Happens right at to the best of us. Right at 6.30. Feed us, nigga. Meow. I be making a wait, though. But yeah, thank you for saying that because a lot of people at the end of the night was like, yo, that cat song was awesome. I was like, I'll never remember what the fuck I said. Oh. Hopefully somebody's got it on video somewhere and we you can know run what? that back. And you know what? That would make me a million fucking TikTok. <laughs> Cat crit walk on a TikTok. Straight up, straight up. But yeah, thank you for saying that because that you're the fifteenth person. Niggas is Instagramming. Yo, that cat song was fire. <laughs> That's the only thing they say about last night. Yo, that cat. No, they said some other cool shit. They was like, nigga, your sunglasses <laughs> was cool. You, you look good. Your dress was bouncing. 
Uh, you know what I'm saying? But no, thank you for saying that. Yo, I wish that I'm happy because only we can share that memory. You ever had you straight ever, up? You ever I remember mean, you can only share with one other person? Because if you didn't, you'd question it. Yeah. yeah, that's one of those. So thanks. Speaking of uh, you know these these beat projects, these beat tapes that you send out to people. Yeah. We, we you brought that up a little bit, and I have a quote here that I found. I like quotes um, that kind of goes along with Don't it. Quote me so shit. here's here's a good breakdown of maybe why you send them out. We could get a little bit more of an explanation mm, on it, but mm. a few real ones. A quote: A few real ones were special enough to be a part of my email list and receive some of these right after I made them to let my friends and family know I'm good and well and in good spaces through the music I share with them weekly. Their positive words and support really helped me to grow as a producer and put me in a headspace of constant creation, whether that joint is dope or just okay. It was about creating what was in my heart at that time. Preach. Well, first of all, I hope you read that in your head in my voice. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever you get an email from me, read it in my voice. Like I'm literally behind your back, over your shoulder, (laughs) like Joe Biden and shit. These are just to let you know I'm alive. No, um, First of all, way to pull that one out. Whoa. Nigga, I was, I was high as fuck when I wrote that. Well, you notice most of the time I send them is in the middle of the night. Because mm. y'all niggas asleep, so when you wake up, you either gonna get, Good uh, morning. You, you get some spam, you're going to get my shit, or you're get like you, you pass doing a subscription, they're going to cut your Netflix off. <laughs> Yo, or your iCloud's full. That's what I get. But, um, yeah, man, I, you, here's the thing, bro. <sighs> Music isn't made for monetary reasons it can make you money pepsi paid my black ass nigga i get paid for my shows but at the same time that's not the end all be all because if if mon- if you're using music for monetary gain you're gonna get minimal fucking you know uh return you want roi okay nigga it costs a lot of money to buy this music equipment nigga. that costs a lot of money that costs a lot of money. you probably got that off amazon for like 12 bucks yeah, I got like a few cheap but things. these chairs are nice that's a nice ass chair you play video games is that a gaming console it's, it's a gaming chair but it's for sale. Yeah, he don't play no games and... though ow but um <laughs> but anyway so i like to make things very personal man like i don't know what it is about me i'm not very attractive but like people like me and you know what i tend to like people too they like me a little bit more than I like them, but we still like each other. But the it's respect. There's this word called sonder, and it means that you respect the fact that everybody around you li- leads just as a complex life as you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a pretty privileged life. You know what I'm saying? I had a hardcore rock star life as a 20-year-old, but in my 30s, I understood that all the lessons that I learned, I could slow that bitch down. I can give it back. Because always a student, but always teach. Because you can only learn if you teach it to somebody. Like, oh, yeah. Remember I told you? I was like, I ain't telling you. Shouldn't remind you. You already had that in you. So when it comes to, like, me sharing my music, this is very personal. Again, I'm sitting by myself. I'm going through YouTube and Instagram and Pornhub and Black People Meet and Christian Mingle and FarmersOnly.com. I'm going through so many fucking sources, resources for um, just sound inspiration. Not even to just sample. I'm just... I get high, nigga. I get lost, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I watch CSI, Seinfeld. I watch 90210 with my girl, and I fucking just, my, my AirPods are in. I'm on YouTube. I got the iPhone, the AirPod, the AirPod Pro Plus, uh, Disney Plus, Peacock. So I'm always constantly just listening for cool shit. Um, so That's almost the mind of a DJ as well, I would say. You know, it's the mind of a kid who has ADD. They didn't tell my ass, nigga. I, I, I'm way off the spectrum. Nigga's like, I'm on the spectrum. Nigga, I'm way be- I'm that way now. <laughs> nigga, spectrum, nigga? I'm not even the color grade. No but, chart for this. You know what I'm saying? No, exactly. You ain't going to chart me, homie. That, that's kind of dope. They should have said that in the 90s. Remember they beef with Billboard? 
when your money pay for your billboard spot, nigga, red man. But so these are little things that I think is dope. And I only send y'all the dope shit. Y'all niggas ain't going to get the Nigga, yo, sometimes I be sending shit, I be deleting that shit out the fucking Google Drive. I'm like, nope, you ain't listening to that shit. Because I send them to various people, to you, um, my homie's moms, my brother-in-law, um, Mad Lib, um, Red Man, like I'm name dropping, but you know what I said. The fact that I'm on, <laughs> I'm on some one. sort of list with, with Top those eight, baby. freaking guys you just mentioned. But listen, Hold I got up, more. We can I end got, this shit right now. I got more. I got more. I got more. I got more. <laughs> uh, uh, Papa John's, I sent it to him. <laughs> he loves my shit, nigga. No real shit. Keanu Reeves likes my shit. I'm, I'm going to tell you the story afterwards for the bonus So, so we're going to be in a John Wick movie soon on no, the John listen, Wick man, soundtrack? Listen, man. Yo, listen. Here's the beautiful part. Remember earlier, like, how did you do, How did you fucking become black Superman? Well, first of all, Superman's the white me. Let's get that straight. No, just, just meeting people, bro. Meeting people and doing things. You know, I was a trap boy, but I made a lot of good relationships selling legal drugs such as ibuprofens, aspirins. But no, I made a lot of friends. You got to be a good person. And in this situation, I send my music to people that I, I trust. I may not know you, nigga. Like, I'm like, what's your name, nigga? Taylor. <laughs> Call this nigga Terrence. <laughs> no, your name is Terrence. Like TMC, I'm like, no, your name is ugly. I just force my fucking will upon people. But no, nah, um, you know, I, I I don't have to know everything about you, but I know that you know good music. I know that you're a good person. And some of the people I sell my music to aren't rappers. That's the beautiful part about it. It's homegirls, it's teachers, it's moms, it's you, it's my brother, it's people who I know are gonna probably listen to this shit. And the beautiful part about it is if you like something, you share it. Like, you were like, yo, could I share your show? I'm like, nigga, please, bro. Pepsi ain't paying me enough. Through that. <laughs> rappers, buy my beats. No, but the whole point is it's not for rappers that beats. It's for you to smoke to. It's for you to clean your lab to. It's for you to edit to. It's for you to think to. It's for you to take it. Not you personally. I don't like bubble baths. Maybe you do. But it's for people to take bubble baths to. The, it's a soundtrack. Remember at the beginning? You're like, yo, what's your first music experience? It's just music was always around me. I may not have known what they were saying. I may not have understood, but then once I did, I was like, yo, okay, I want to have that type of effect on a little kid. And I got the little kids. I got, fam, I DJed my, uh, my homegirl's 16th, her daughter's 16th birthday party before I came out here. And they were listening to um, Doja Cat, Celebrity Skin. I said, y'all niggas don't even know about Hole? I play Hole Celebrity Skin. As a DJ, you got to teach. Man, that's that's a big part of it, right? And or I want to teach y'all niggas my beats. That's why I sent them to y'all niggas. I'm going to teach y'all how to do this shit, son. <laughs> Try to do this, but anyway, but that's the that's the answer. But yeah, what were you saying? I mean, cool, thank I mean, you. I I love just getting those every now and then. Oh, deal, share something. Fam, fam. I'm like, gonna be real, and guess what? Here's a little bit of marketing genius. Not to cut you off. If y'all watching this, deals is dropping gems, nigga. God damn, that one's on the house though. Fam, make things personal. Make th don't make things precious. Make things personal. I make a thousand beats. Them shits aren't always that dope, but I'm doing it for a purpose, right? Because it's personal to me. And if I'm sharing, if I'm being vulnerable and sharing my art, because niggas don't think about music as art. Look at these records you have here, fam. Dilla's in a music video. M.E.D. They just took the picture. Jeff Jank went and asked. I'm dropping more now. Jeff Jank asked. Yo, we need a cover. That's the one he picked. That's iconic as fuck. Bandana. You got Quasimodo. Zebra. This, this fucking Hollywood nigga. Come on, fam. Jeff Jank again. That's two Jeff Janks. Wow. You got two Jeff Janks in here. Um, Pete Rock. I mean, this is classic. He loves uh, James Brown and shit. If you look at NY's Finest, it's like the... Um, Hell's Kitchen I shit. I love that cover, bro. That's that, that, that album, bro. That nigga, let's album. bump mics. Like fucking uh, like David Taylor. Fucking uh, what's his name? Um, but you know, th th that's art. Vinyls art, bro. That's the. I told you the story about I had to go from sixty vinyls to ten. I picked the ones that I loved sonically, but what I could look at. Paul's Boutique. 
I don't listen to that record every day, but I look at that shit and I'm like, that's fucking historic. I got Sade's record. You know what I'm saying? Tom Scott shit. That's art. You look at the vinyl, there's little grooves. That's art. You know what I'm saying? So, but we can't, I can't make vinyl. So what can I do? I can have little fucking messages that you replayed to me in your T Mac Ademic's voice. Uh, he didn't even try. At least TMC tried to imitate me. Terrible job, by the way. Terrible. I, was, terrible. I was watching it Terrible. today. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, yo, I, yo. He, he said on, I'm working what, on it. You gotta keep working. Hold on, tell me, tell me, tell me. First of all, tell me, but you can't get you can't get T too drunk, nigga, because he don't even let, sound like himself. But he, he, yo, love him, man. He gave me a, he gave me a ride to the show. <laughs> this nigga, pick me up, nigga. But anyway, um, I made him wait like 20 minutes because I had to change my shirt and shit. But uh, I but I can't make vinyl. So what's what's kind of precious? Little notes like that. Three o'clock in the morning notes when I'm high and I'm drinking fucking wine or Hennessy or I'm just fucking being sober and weird. You know, so you can't watch porn all the time. Sometimes you got to just fucking make some music, send your friends some cool shit and go to fuck to sleep. I love the spontaneity of it because in today's uh, climate, like, you know, it's like you got to promote it for a little bit. Oh, my God. You know, you got to put the cover out for two weeks. My dude, my dude. We got to have the single. Dude, you know know what's crazy? I've had great interviews, and you're you're one of the best interviews, my G. And I'm not just telling you that because you could kick me out if I said you suck. But you're absolutely right about that, bro. Everything is content. Yeah, okay. But what are you going to do without the algorithm? (laughs) Nigga, I made my cassettes. It's different shit. My shit before this. I made handmade cassettes. Give me 20 bucks. Here you go. Take it. I sent you some private shit today. I actually named the shit that I sent him. I made these beats. Yo, okay, you know about the 13 points in 33 seconds? Do you like T-Mac? Uh, I, I saw you. Uh, I, I saw it. I, I didn't Do understand Do you like T-Mac? Oh, okay. Like let T-Mac, me but I didn't understand it, so break okay, it down Okay, listen, man. Listen, gather around, children. Dills is about to tell a story, man. We might even have, like, an exclusive in here. We'll have to, like, No, put, you, put, you put, etch in what I'm about to tell you. Tracy McGrady played for the Orlando Magic. He was number one. I used to have Tracy McGrady's back in the day. This nigga Tracy McGrady, his team was down. 12 points. This motherfucker scored 13 points in 33 seconds. I get it. I get it. Okay. Now, click 13 points. He, he scored three, got fouled, free throw. He just scored, and they won. DJ T-Mac. When I hear T-Mac, I think of T-Mac, one of the best basketball players of all time. If he didn't get injured, he'd fucking be awesome. Who's also cousins of Vince Carter. Florida boys. Anyway, um, so when I saw T-Mac... That again, I'm making it personal. I'm a big. Pro- I remember the dumbest shit about people. Like people overshare with me. Please stop oversharing with me. If I'm drunk, do not tell me that you came out as bi to your mom. Look, that's cool. I love you, even if you didn't come out to your mom. I'm sorry, your mom doesn't like bi people. She ate some pussy in her lifetime too. I digress. I like to make things personal, bro. Because I'm like, yo, this is some historical shit. I I didn't know if you knew it or not. But that's cool that you just learned it. So I named the tape 13 points in 33 seconds. The T Mac exclusive mix, bro. That's just some hip hop shit right there, like you know, putting a spin on it, making, putting putting something out there that half the people will know, half the people won't know. Easter eggs. I'm a big Easter egg. Easter guy. eggs. Yeah, exactly. But 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 then again, you have to take it personal. You just can't be just, you know, willy nilly and just saying, "Oh, that's it." No, you, it's got to mean something. It's got to mean something to you first, and it means something. So, when you brought up that message, I'm like, I forgot I typed that, but I'm happy I did. You know what I'm saying? Because I want people to feel like, yo, you ain't got to buy my shit, nigga. Like I said, this is just for my mental health. Evidence who blocked me on Twitter. We told that story. Um, on his new record, he goes, "Yo, um, I, I make these beats to show my people that I'm working. I'm butchering the shit. He's gonna block me. He's gonna reblock me. Um, <laughs> Unblock. But, but he's showing his family, these peoples that he's still doing it. Like I'm alive." And not a lot of people get the talent or the time to fucking just create all day. I'm lucky. I went broke. I got my shit robbed. I fucking 
wash cars, nigga. I fucking worked at porn stores. I did every goddamn thing you do to get money just to buy equipment that ultimately I realized I didn't need because it was already in me. So when I seen all that shit, that's for me. It doesn't matter if I made it on the phone, the SP404. Nigga, I'll lie and say, nigga, I made it on some goddamn MPC62. Nigga, you wouldn't know the difference. But it's from me, and you know the difference. So when I put my shit out, it's like, the rest of y'all niggas buy this shit. <laughs> I'm charging the rest of y'all niggas. I don't know y'all nigga. Yo, yo, but the vibe from them tracks today. So I'm listening to it, and I just wanted to- the new shit? Write, write down words Sam, you that came to my mind. You've listened to it more than me. <laughs> Come on now. Sam, I, yo, I, I got the iPad. I was hungover, my girl was asleep, and what am I going to do? Dills makes beats, nigga. Yeah, Dills don't just sit around. That's so, what he did. So another thing, I told you about my YouTube. I go collecting, digging- Fucking days in advance. I have like fucking plays. I'm gonna show you the plays. There's like thousands of fucking songs. Shit that I'm going to use, shit that I don't. So I got a plethora of beats. I'm all, I'm still looking for samples, nigga. Like, yeah. this shit sounds cool. So I put a couple loops together and I figured since we're doing an interview, like, fam, you know, here's, here's a gift from me to you. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for coming to the show and being a real one. Mm. <laughs> Yo, Gang. but but I feel like, you, you know, they're so spontaneous and, you know, you're making it today. You really try to capture your energy. Lightning in a bottle is what I call it. Capture that energy. So Lightning the energy that I got through listening today. Tell me today, the energy. All right. Laid back. Funky. Hungover. Hot. <laughs> jazzy. Yeah, I'll, go, I'll do with that one. Dreamy. Uh, loopy. <laughs> L- a little bit. Triumphant. I got a triumphant feel. Victorious. <laughs> Karate kid. There's an 80s <laughs> yo, one no, or something, I, yo. Oh. That I was just like, bro, this is a first, karate have you seen the new kick. Cobra Kai? I watched a little bit, yeah. You like the first two seasons? I think that's what I watched. <laughs> I'm going to be real, nigga. Why is that one nigga so sexy, nigga? Like, nigga, you're fucking 15. They're really like 21. Like, nigga, you in high school, nigga. Didn't nobody in high school like that, nigga. The girls kind of. But they wasn't kicking bitches' asses down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> These white girls was not kung fu fighting. They, they were not Brandon Lee and the Crow, nigga. But anyway... Um, yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and stank face. Ooh, I was at the end. I got a stank stupid. face, okay? Yo, rest in peace, Mac Drama. Do it for the bay. Um, deep cut. Um, romper room. Um, romper room. But, um, yeah, dude, okay, so, <laughs> funny. I, again, I just wanted to make some quick shit. I was like, I got to make some new shit before I go on this nigga shit. I was like, I don't want to come empty-handed. <laughs> I said, girl, I said, girl, grab the champagne and I'll make the beats. <laughs> grab the basket and we're going on our way. But, um, yeah, dude, yo, it's spontaneous lightning in a bottle. Inspiration's right there. Niggas are lazy. People are lazy. People have jobs. People have lives. I don't. So <laughs> I can't. What else am I going to do but have an inspiration and do it then? It's also like experimental. It's also the the product of trial and error. So many shit sounds whack. Like, dude, oh my god, my shit's whack, fam. I, like, but it's good to be humble with yourself. Like, I made three beats. I made five. I wanted to make ten, but double digit on them. I got to eight, and the last three were just not that great. So I said, fuck, I'll give you six. Oh, and that one I sent you, the funny thing is, oh, what is that beat called? It, it, it's off. When you hear it, it's like the chop is off. I was up, up in the Jefferson, Colorado, finishing my dude Grigsby's record that I produced. And I was making the thing, and, I, and the AirPods, Bluetooth sucks if you make beats. And the shit was off, and I was just, oh. just, I was just trying to hit it. And it sounds kind of cool. So thank you. Very spontaneous. Yeah. Fun man, I, I enjoy it, and I have a question in regards to. You have a question in regard in you regards to how they're sequenced, if they are. Ooh, you said my favorite word. All right, because the way you send them out and you download them, it comes in alphabetical order. Oh my order. god! Oh my god! Are you serious right now, fam? Thank you for being a fucking nerd. Keep going. Keep going. So, is there intention behind that? Absolutely is not. It off the cuff. <laughs> Absolutely and not. And that's that's how it comes out because I listen to it in order. I'm gonna be real with you, bro. You're about to get the most views on this 
interview ever because Come you know what? Because Come you know, every, on. everybody thinks they know Diz, but they don't know the real Diz. Cheers, baby. T Mackin on that ass, nigga. What was that? My, you ever uh, heard a uh, uh, Beanie Siegel Freeway? Yeah. Even though what he do is wrong, he's like bang like T Mac ski mask air it out. I'm, <laughs> yo, I'm about to put that in the beat for you. Bang Come like T Mac ski mask air it. Gotta gotta gotta, uh, gotta kill witnesses because T Mac's bitch sticking out. Yo, nigga, <laughs> yo, bars. Shout out to Jay Z. Um, anyway. But no, you're okay. So <laughs> you're supposed to hit the modified button. Here, here, here first. Dill says the best way to hear is the modified button. Here's the thing too. I was sending the long plays because motherfuckers just listening to one beat. Oh, I like this beat. I'm like, well, that beat sucks compared to this beat. Did you hear this beat? Here's the thing. People only have a little bit of time in their lives, bro. We only have 24 hours in a day, and who knows if we have that? You gotta work. You gotta make your own shit. You gotta make love to your lady or your boyfriend, whoever. Make love to yourself. You gotta take care of your cats. You, some people gotta pay bills. Nigga, this, I named a lot of shit that's stressing me out right now. This nigga's like, damn, nigga, why you gonna bring it? But you have this much time to capture somebody's attention, and you're vying for every, everybody else is doing every producer, every content creator. The thing about it is, you just gotta fucking do it. Just fucking do that shit. That's it. However, somebody takes it is how they take it. Now, I'm happy that I got to straighten it out. Yo, one time recipes take off for some straightening. Migos. I want people to hit the hit the fucking modify button, but however you hear it is how you hear it. So that's why I end up doing those long plays, like the cassette plays, where nigga, you gon' this is a thirty eight second track, thirty eight minute track. You either gonna hear it or you're not, and that's who you know who really knows what you're saying. You got nigga, what get you got over here, nigga? What's this? Outcast players ball. Did you know this shit was a Christmas song? I did. Yep. You're a that smart was their guy. first single He's that came out. Guy. It was on a Christmas. Hold on, hold on, tell me. This is in turn. Yeah. <laughs> did you know? You know what's crazy about this? Do you know the story about this? Do you know that peanut Wait. butter wolf unplugged the thing and lost it? Oh. Okay, let me tell you oh. a quick story. <laughs> Enough about Dills. Commercial break. It ain't always about you, motherfuckers. Shh. So, Madlib, this is a story. Otis is my homie. Let me tell you, I met him. I waited at this yeah, bowling yeah, show. Yeah, thank you, because I waited way too long to ask you. Like, you you name-dropped it, and the fact that I didn't get to name it. Name-dropping more than game. I feel disrespectful, no, here's, so. He, no, here's what happened. Again, the, mor- <laughs> the, the moral story of this podcast, this interview is authenticity. Be yourself. Even if you ugly, nigga, I got pimples on my face, nigga. Accept the flaws. Just be you because other people who are themselves see it too. Damn, that's a poet don't even know it. Bars. But listen, bro, I love, my, my little brother Scuds was like, I was listening to like Jay-Z and Mob Deep, you know, kind of like the East Coast shit. And I was like, yo, nigga, you need to listen to Doom and shit. You need to listen to like, you know, my brother, we get high in the bathroom and he played me live from Planet X. Mad villainy, um, some village shit. Like I started getting that little. I was into little brother already, but then I saw the connects. So I wanted to like I looked up to these people, but I didn't want to just oh here's my music because that's corny as fuck. Hey bitch, I got a big dick. Yeah, whatever, nigga. Bye. So the fuck what? It's not about the size. It's about how you use it. There's a tip for you little niggas out there. But I knew Mad Lib like fucking records, so I bought a bunch of records. He was in Boulder. It was New Year's, and I waited the entire time because this leads to all the other ways. Why well, me and him are homies? Mad Lib, Otis, shout out, my nigga. Anyway, so I gave him three records. The John Faddish joint, that's his uncle. He said, you already got this one, but there's a cool snare on this song. Nigga, you ever had Mad Lib tell you there's a cool snare on the song? Nigga, I said, fuck, bro. And this is before like, you can brag. Nigga, I'm like, oh, my, my nigga Dejan, he don't talk to me no more. I'm going to catch you in these streets. Nigga, I'm going to slide. Gang. Oh, I'm just playing. Um, but he was with me. And he did. And Mad Libs, I was like, yo, dude, yo, I appreciate you. Thank you for the music. Like, we don't try to be you. We try to, like, be as good as you. He's like, nah, you already sick. Real cool laid back. Big ass ring. Second time I met Mad Lib. Me and my homie, they were playing at City Hall and off Broadway. Me and my homie went early because, like, yo, we're going to see Mad Lib again because he's going to remember us. Again, be yourself. Nigga, we snuck and we told these people we got there mad early. 
And this is all on my Instagram. You can check this fact check. We were in the alleyway. We helped the dudes carry in the, the uh, sound people carrying shit. Like, Yo, what and then we told this lady, yeah, we're the DJs. And at, at City Hall, it's Temple now. City Hall, there's an upstairs VIP room. So like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, Yo, who do we get to get the VIP pass? Like, oh, talk to Chad. Hey, yo, Chad, we, I'm crazy. Now, you know me. I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, I, I wanna, I, I'd rather weird people out because when people weird me out, I love it. So I'm trying to weird this guy. I'm like, Chad, what's up, dude? Yo, we're supposed to be DJing and shit. Blah, blah. He's like, oh, yeah, here's your pass. So we're in the green room. Nigga, Mad Lib and J-Rock come out. I had mad weed. J-Rock smoked all my weed, but it was just us and them in the, in the, in the fucking room. Mad Lib's playing me, like, the pinata shit before it even came out. Um... He, Which is right there, by the way. We got the whoa. pinata right there. First of all, you're... First of all... Oh... Yo, I got a story about Freddie Gibbs too, which is the third part about Madlib. We'll I'll, I'll, I'll speed it up. Anyway, so um, me, Madlib, J Rock, kicking it, smoking. These weirdo niggas um, taking footage or whatever. I get Madlib too high. Madlib goes, Yo, y'all niggas want to go on stage and rap? Madlib gave me a snare last time. What? And now, go, go on my, follow me on Instagram at Dills Makes Beats the long way. Ow. Um, I'm like, Hell yeah, nigga, fuck yeah. I look like a fucking nerd, nigga. My dress wasn't dope, nigga. I had a white tee, nigga. My shit was baby dress. I was looking ridiculous. However, that's the biggest flex in Denver. So I'm on stage rapping the Madlib beats. Everybody, oh shit, it's still. I'm like, yeah, nigga. J-Rock playing off the fucking dub siren that I used last night. That's the first time I saw it. This is years ago. Baby dread deals. And I'm freestyling the Madlib beats. It gets better. We kick with Madlib afterwards. My nigga Dejan's like, yo, Madlib, what should we be listening to? Madlib pulls out a CD booklet. See, <laughs> he still has a CD booklet. Pulls out a thing. Bust the beats. This is also on my fucking Instagram. And I have the beats. I gave it to my homie Spider Tech, one of the most popular DJs. His stupid computer ate it. How many niggas get a snare from Madlib, rap over Madlib beats, and they get a Madlib beat tape? The Busta beats. This is the beats he was giving Busta. But let me tell you something. It's not about the tangibility. It's about the connectability, because guess what happened? What happened? Egon, who's no longer his manager, he was mad at me for rapping on stage. Get the fuck off the stage. I said, nigga, I can beer. Me and Egon were cool. Nobody's cool with Egon anymore. That's a deep hip-hop cut. They come to fucking, um, what's that shit? Cervantes. I know these niggas. I'm trying to walk by. Security's like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, yo, I know these niggas. My homeboy, um, oh, what's his fucking name? He throws, him, he throws his party. Really cool. Matt Noping. Matt Noping. Shout out to Matt. He fucking was like, yo, Dills, you know Madlib, right? I was like, yeah, he's like, come back here. Egon's like, oh, Dills, come back here. After Egon was mad at me for rapping. So I'm sitting in the back. Again, this is a great story. Backed up by Instagram. I'm there with Dale the Funky Homo Sapien, Madlib. Um, most Def was there because I played drums with Most Def. Um, so we're kicking it. And to go to the Dillis story, Madlib's pouring out wine. And he's like, yo, you want a glass cup or a paper cup? I was like, yo, let me get the plastic cup. He's like, yo, that's what Dilla would have done. And that's where I got the thing. I don't want to do what Dilla did, but pour me some shit anyway, nigga. And Madlib was cool. So funny story. If you go on there, shout out to Rob Farrell. There's a picture of Rob Farrell, Madlib, and his thing with the drink, and um, Dell. Dell the Funky Homo Sapien thought I was Madlib. Nigga, Otis is sitting around. He like, oh, Madlib's laughing. And I'm like, he's like, yo, oh, we didn't link up. I'm like, nigga, I'm like, nothing like this, nigga, man. But Dell had some fucking air and one dunks on, and he killed it. He killed it. Nigga, Dell, fam. And that goes back to my brother. I was listening to Dell. Listen to Madlib. I get to be friends with House Shoes and all these other cats. The whole Stone's Throw run. I played for Peanut Butter Wolf, nigga. My computer crashed, and I had to play for my iPhone from Peanut Butter Wolf. I saw him at Ophelia's. He's like, yo, I remember that shit. He didn't sign me, though. But it's not about the tangibility. It's about the connectability. So the fourth time I saw Mad, it was the Pinata run, which is... Okay, what? The bandana was the first one, right? 
I feel like pinata was. Okay, it was because it had the uh, Knicks and shit on it. Okay, so he had these T-shirts, and if you Google this, it had a big pinata, right? So we went to Cold Crush, rest in peace, Cold Crush, one of the best hip hop places ever in Denver. Madlib was like, "Dills, where are we going?" Freddie Gibbs was like, "Yo, we need to go party." I said, "We know." My dude, Brandon West, shout out to B West. He went to Cold Crush. Said, "Yo, keep it open." Freddie Gibbs coming here. Freddie Gibbs had some bitches. After hours, Jip the Hip was there. Jip was there. He was DJing. Madlib wanted to play beats, but we didn't have no CDJs. So we just drinking all night, Freddie Gibbs. Me and my dude, Dejan Drive, Madlib home. And my homie's uh, Sonic Blue Mazda 3. Madlib's telling us about how fucking uh, his cousin's a porn star. If you want to know, ask me. I'll tell you. And then this nigga's fucked up. It's actually, what's his name? Um, Lex, Lex Still, Lexington Still's Madlib's cousin. He told us that. Anyway, so, but he had a big box of pinata shirts. They, these niggas left Madlib with a box. Of the, the best produced, one of the best, with a box of t-shirts. This nigga Madlib, we dropped him off at the Brown Palace Hotel. He's like, yo, y'all can keep the shirts. Make money off of them. Madlib put money in my foot. He gave me a snare. Let me rap with him. Got high and fucking, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, kicked it with me and then fucking told me to sell his t-shirts and make money. <laughs> wow. That's like all I could say after that. Here's the thing. I send him beats. Quick anecdotes. He calls my parents' house. Remember the first time? He calls my parents' house. It comes up Otis Jackson. My mom picks up. Just beats playing. My mom's like, who the fuck hangs up on this nigga? My mom calls me. She's like, yo, some Otis Jackson call. I said, Otis Jackson call this man Lim. Oh, my. <laughs> Missing that call. And it was like it was like the, the Oxnard error code, right? So then I actually got his number, and we take Madlib don't text back. All he got is an iPad. So when he texts back to me, I, I, it's almost like God tells you, like, you are favored. Because he'd send me shit like, nigga, you sick. I just send him shit. Like, if you have a relationship with somebody, just send them shit. You don't, they don't have to tell you you're dope all the time. Get over yourself. And you just keep sending. Because people like that know what they're talking about. So I send the house shoes. A bunch of cool Nicolay. A bunch of people who I grew up listening to that I actually had relationships with. And I got to share my music with them. But fuck them niggas because I share music with y'all too that are my homies. We all, we all in the same category. So it doesn't matter who you know. It matters what you know when they ask mm. you about it. So Mad Lib's cool. I'm going to just let that story breathe for a second because... Don't, bro, because Madlib's just another man. Come on, bro. Look, listen, man. Listen, you like Madlib, man, right? What's your favorite Madlib beat? Can I just say, like, this whole album? Like, I don't know. I, you, I don't know if I have a specific... You ever heard the Raw Cakes beat tape? I'm going to send it to you. I don't think so. I'm going to send it Actually, to you. Actually, you know what? One no, of my favorite songs is probably off of here. I've, I was supposed to tell a story about that. Which okay, Stepping into tomorrow, Stepping maybe. into... To, nigga, that shit got know, me maybe. through college, bro. I don't know. That might be the so. One. So the funny story about this shit is Madlib did the whole thing. Peanut butter wolf. Remember like those old hard drives and you kick it. This nigga, <laughs> yeah. this nigga kicked it and it, it crashed. And Madlib made that shit in like a week. Which goes back to my beats because you know Madlib's cool, but Dills is better. What is it? What is it? Sean Carter's nice, but Sean Price is better. Recipe Sean P. But nigga, yo, I learned that from Madlib. As in, like he makes a lot of beats. Who makes so many beats? But you know what it really is? It's just working on your craft. I, I got Madlib beats. Not all of his beats are dope, but everything man's awesome. What a day is awesome. I, I love hearing like the Dilla beat tapes and the Madlib beat tapes where they become songs. Like you hear fucking um, uh, uh, the common song, Love Is. That's Marvin and the fam off of one of those Dilla beat tapes. And here's the best part too. Shout out to Uncle House Shoes. I got official. I had to play a Dilla night with House Shoes. The biggest asshole about not just Dilla history, Detroit hip hop history. I was playing shit. Everybody plays that regular dealer shit. I like that B side. The B side always wins. Public Enemy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, play me that shit that's in between there. That. Like, I want to hear that. Play that shit. I don't want niggas to hear. Don't sell yourself. That's a great song, but fuck, nigga. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? I love Abadi Abu Dhabi. But nigga, don't be playing that shit when I wake up in the morning. So I, I gain house shoes of respect to where I can send him music. He sends me shit for free. The new Mike and Key shit. Everything on Street Corner. I'm not begging him to put me on. I'm just happy that I get to meet my peers and people I look up to and give them my music. Whack as fuck or not. You getting this work. I don't give a fuck if you signed or not. So with the man, I get little stories and shit like that because I'm, we're exchanging, man. Like we're exchanging right here, man. Like, so shout out to Mad Lib, nigga. But you know, we got deals in the building, though. That's that's a good, that's a good thing. <laughs> you got some more questions, nigga. Yeah, man. I'm of fun, fam. I'm having fun too. Let me, let man. me tell you the, la- the last interview I did. I did two great interviews. One of them was during COVID. Shout out to um, B- uh, Books Coyote. This nigga was scared. He's like, should I wear a mask? I'm like, hell no, nigga. We spitting mouths in my house, nigga. <laughs> no, my girl, was, my, my girl at the time worked at a hospital, so we got tested. She got tested. I was like, bitch, you ain't got it. I ain't got it. <laughs> That's a terrible way of thinking your health. Go get checked, motherfuckers. But no, he came through and interviewed me on my couch. And then the second one, um, my dude Dwelle did it on um, KMGU or Kuva. Kuva. They played my entire beat tape and interviewed me over it. And we did it in December, but it came out January twenty, January 14th was my parents' anniversary. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. So I, foresight, so I kind of shouted them out. My parents on their anniversary yeah, listened to My mom was like, you're a genius. I was like, yeah, you told me to turn my fucking boom, boom down, bitch. But yeah, so this is this the this interview was awesome too. So it's like this yeah, is man. I mean, I always do uh, research on, on my artists. These hoes be doing in, research, and I, I I couldn't find a real good long format interview with you. So I'm really glad we. Well, can you didn't look on my link now. tree hard enough, nigga. I, I didn't do it hard enough. See, yet. okay, you know, look as long as you try to do research, fam. I'm not gonna deep. I'm a deep diver, but sometimes I just want to just swim in shallow water. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to echo the dolphin. I just want to flip flat like a goddamn goldfish. Um, but. Yo, that's good because you know you have to keep some anonymity. I said that word right. Compartmentalize. I said that right too. Got it. Monday. Let's Come go. On, nigga. Let's the go. Nigga, cheers me on that one. Oh. We got this whole. Do you smoke on camera? Yeah, man. Let's let's do it. I'm, I just want to turn this fan off though. Nigga, that fan has ruined the entire interview. I was hoping you. <laughs> no, the funny thing. Turn the shit off. You want me to turn it off? I got you. I got it. Yo, the funny thing is when I first walked in, here, I was like, Yo, this place is nice. But we gotta get rid of this fan. Remember I told you? I was like, We gotta get rid of these them fucking folding fans. Yo, that, that's that, that's the powerful one. We, we got one fan for the crib, so that's that's yeah, universal. One fan for the crib, it goes, y'all, but it y'all goes keep it cool in here. Huh? Yeah, we y'all keep be it cool. Um, but yeah, nigga, that's funny as shit. You smoke on camera. Yo, so so light this up. I got a question for you. Where did here you, you start this off? Nigga, homie. I was listening to you. I was I was pondering. <laughs> I was like, hmm. the actor's shirt. Sure. <laughs> I mean, th- this one ain't too deep. I, I want to kind of bring it back to the beginning, man. How did you like really start making music? Shout out to my man Joe Mezius, man. Uh, you know Tech Nine, Tech Nine, Tech Nine, Strange Music, man. Listen to this, bro. My dude Joe Mezius, man. We were in um, Fruity Loops was out because I was at so probably like ninth, tenth grade. This nigga had the foresight to use his parents. His parents gave him a computer. I don't know how Payne Manny and parents get this nigga a computer. But remember the towers? Oh, yeah. Remember the shit? Be- <laughs> Yo, edit that shit up. But it was Dial ugly. Up. My mom was like, you on the goddamn computer? I'll be putting pull. No. But uh, <laughs> some niggas, remember for 56 cases, remember when broadband came out? <sighs> Fuck 5G, nigga. But it was you were able to download peer-to-peer quicker. My nigga downloaded Fruit Loops. He's like, we're in school. He's like, yo, nigga, I got Fruit Loops. I said, what the fuck is Fruit Loops? That cereal? He's like, no, we can. Cereal, you got some food? Which Fruit Loops is the foundation. That's one of the first things I started on. That and PlayStation Beatmaker. Um, and um, was the shit? Uh, cool Edit Pro. Anyway, um, so he's like, yo, I got two mics. And he had two mics in his basement. <laughs> like, what? Motherfucker in ninth grade in Aurora, Colorado. Shout out to Aurora, Colorado. Um, has two mics. So we was rapping like we was rap seated in the basement. 
This nigga was making techno beats because Fruity Loops was a techno beat maker. Now, he sampled at the time. He told me, nigga, I didn't make none of those beats. I said, well, you shouldn't tell me that. You should tell me it's sampled because I don't want my childhood ruined like they did Star Wars. Um, <laughs> and Marvel, damn, what a deep cut. But anyway, so he, he started that fire. Now, he was my best friend, and I had to audition to be in the rap crew. How am I your best fucking friend, nigga? Nigga, I was whack. I recorded on a fucking talk boy. And uh, I, he was like, they heard that shit. I was like, nigga, that shit is terrible. Which is funny because I'm the best rapper of all fucking time now. Okay, eat your words, crow, call, Edgar Allan Poe, because you ain't got no flow. And yo, yo, yo. Anyway, but they told me I was whack. And I hurt my feelings. I got really sad. And I listened to fucking um, Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> Fuck rap, nigga. But then they were like, okay, well, you're, you're a sad boy. Come join the crew. So we, were, we made our own CDs, all that shit. I moved to Seattle when I was 17, and all I had was Fruity Loops on my parents' computer because I knew how to use it. There were no rappers. I went to Redmond High School, bro. That's where Microsoft and these white kids was rich, nigga, rich. I mean, I was okay, but nigga, niggas rich, nigga. Them had two Xboxes, nigga. I had a PlayStation 2. And, and the one, not even the old one we had to put the shit in. Not the one you could pop the top, remember? They, why do they always make shit better after they make some shit? Like, Apple be like, yo, nigga, here's a better camera. Nigga, you should have made the camera. But anyway, I'm, I'm on a rant, but... So I had to learn how to make beats by myself and chop samples on Cool Edit Pro. And I listened to Little Brother and Ninth Wonder was making it. Murs 316. <sighs> Yo, classic hip hop. Me and my little brother, we like send each other bars from that shit. Because it's a time. I'm going to tell you, like, I want that feeling too. So I was like, Yo, Ninth really does make these beats on Fruity Loops. I said, he yes, it's confirmed. Because <laughs> listen to Little Brother listening, my favorite album. Like, that nigga made that on Fruity Loops? And as you kind of get better, you can kind of see how he did it. Because I look at like NPC 60s, I'm like, how the fuck did Primo... Primo make that? Oh, I get it. Because it's all the fucking same. Fruit Loose is the same as Acid Pro, is the same as Logic, is the same as Ableton. It's what you put in. And it's just knowing your tool. So that's where it kind of started at. My homie kind of introduced me to it, like drugs and shit, like video games. You bond with people over little shit. Video games, sports, childhood trauma, sibling shit, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Um, so it was that. And I, I loved it. And I was by myself. I was the only black kid in my high school. My girlfriend was half black, but she was a school president. My best friend was black, but he acted white. <laughs> that sounds so racist, but it's true. This was 2000s, baby. Um, so I was kind of like the black dude. I rapped for the whole school. They, they they would call other people. Remember 8 Mile came out? Nigga, when 8 Mile came out, all the white boys thought they could. <laughs> Nigga, it was like a gauntlet, like Mortal Kombat. Everybody's trying to battle. First of all, 8 Mile is just Purple Rain, but I still love him, man. One of my favorite rappers. But them white kids grasped onto that shit. They tried to clown me for going to the same school they did, nigga. I said, yo, you private school, nigga? You in the same goddamn school, and it's public. So I was always come at, like, you know, I was like the hip-hop array. My basketball coach called me BET, nigga. That's some racist shit. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, that's some racist shit, Coach Kelly. Oh. When I see your fat ass, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fucking, I, what was that, RKO your ass, nigga. I'm, yo. But anyway, so I was I was doing music by myself. So I kind of learned it. Then I, I kicked it with some Microsoft niggas who did Microsoft music for Xbox. And these niggas were trying to charge me $3,000 a beat. Nigga, I'm fucking 18 years old, nigga. $3,000 a beat. Nigga, Miles ain't even buying me a pair of chucks, nigga. Because I got a video game last week. I got Zelda last week, nigga. So $3,000, these niggas were trying to, like, I hate to use the R word, but they were trying to take advantage of me. And I already knew that shit. But then I kicked it with some hood-ass niggas who had, like, Triton keyboards and shit. Another $3,000 piece. Nigga, I'm not asking for that. So what was the best ne next best thing for Loops and MIDI? So that's where it kind of started, PlayStation Beatmaker. And I just blasted off from there. 
NPC 1000, sold that for rent. Got SP30, sold that for rent. <laughs> Computer broke, shit crashed, hard drive, tat scam. I've touched everything, bro. So that's where all that shit started, man. Homies put me on a hit and I, I, I couldn't quit. Too legit to quit. How has your beat making process evolved over the over oh, time? Nigga, you do your, man, I knew, you were, I knew this would be a good interview, bro. God bless your heart. I call this nigga precious. Not in a bad way. Because, like, you know, you know, you hear some stories, and it's like, damn, nigga, that's so, like, innocent. Like, you don't want to call a nigga innocent, though. I'd rather call you precious, nigga. Which was, like, nigga, I been through some shit. Call me innocent, nigga. But anyway. What? But What'd you say? Here's what happened, bro. Like, it's spaces. Man, I talk about space on my new album, The Arrival, out now. I'm Bandcamp. I'm going to drop it on streaming later when I make that money. But um, it's spaces. I've had a lot of... I've been... Dude, I... <laughs> I've shared a fucking uh, studio. I'm supposed to spark that. I'm sorry. I don't get to talk about myself too much. This is why I don't like smoking in interviews because I end up just smoking because I. <laughs> nigga, the, no, the, nigga you the host, nigga. And... Shit, the fuck? This is, yo, first of all, we sitting in the living room. He's like, so do you want to see my studio? I was like, nigga, I was, I was waiting for you, motherfucker. But anyway, um, it, 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 it evolves with spaces. I always feel like, you ever just feel like you did some good shit? Right? You're like, damn, I leveled up. Niggas be using leveled up too much. But yeah, I feel, I feel like I achieved something. Like the other day, last night at the show, on the SP, I was hitting that fucking skip thing. I learned that shit the other day. I had that shit for two months. I ain't know that shit. I said, nigga, oh shit. I was fucking high in my studio. Oh shit. Experimental. So I was like, I'm going to use that shit. So patience and space. I fucking live in a place where it was a beautiful view of downtown, right above the unsafe way, if y'all know about that. And you know what I'm saying? Like my, you can walk up on the roof. And we had hammocks. And it was beautiful. It was cool. Women was walking around. Uh, pretty lights. I kicked pretty lights almost out of my house one time. Um, this, this big white boy showed up to my house. He's like, what's up? I'm like, what's up, dude? <laughs> yo, I'm Derek. I said, nice to meet you, Derek. What's up? <laughs> I'm pretty lights. No, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. I'm like, yo, come in, Derek. Long story short, he told me he's pretty lights. I was like, nigga, I would not have let you in the house. But I know you were pretty lights. Shout out to Derek, though. He's coming back. He played me a lot of his uh, NPC sample shit on vinyl. He shared a lot wow. of music. He's the first person I saw with an NPC one. The, or the NPC touch. It was the touch first. But anyway, so that was a space, collaborative space. And then everywhere I was at, everybody knew I was making beats. So during the pandemic, I was living off Koufax and uh, 14th, nigga, shout out, Koufax and Marion, Cap Hill. Um, during the pandemic, we had a lot of plants. So I was kind of making shit that was airy. Fast forward to me moving all the way to Indiana from downtown Denver and bachelor life to the bachelor life. I actually have a room. And people aren't in that room. Taylor got kicked, TMC got kicked out of my, he'll tell you, I've kicked him out of my studio for talking over beats. I'm like, nigga, you need to be writing, bro. You know, it's cool to have people around the studio, but it's like, okay, if you're not whistling a melody or you're not fucking telling me I'm the best person in the fucking world, go outside because there's a lot more room in the living room. So, you know, it, it, as far as the city goes, it's compact. So I made my beats really quick. They were 30 seconds, 45 seconds, rock songs, bad brains. Let's go. Get it over with. In and out robbery. Because I had to make them quick because I had to go DJ that night. I had to go make rent. I had to go fucking, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm stretched out the whole week, burning ends on both sides of the candle, whatever my dad says. So I had to make the beats quick, quick ideas. And that's how I got good at catching those little lightning things. But that's a survival technique. Once you get out of the survival technique, a.k.a. space, whether it's space in your life, space to do what you want, financial space, spiritual space, just whatever space you, outer space, inner space, um, space goes coast to coast. Um you start kind of seeing things different. You slow down. Instead of surviving, you're creating. You're thriving. I hate that word, thrive. I'm thriving. But real shit, I moved all the way from Denver. I'm not from here, but it's my home. This is my market, as the analysts say. 
But I got, and I sat by myself, bro, and it was like, yo, finally I got peace and quiet. Like I said, man, a lot of people fuck with me. I think they fuck with me more than I fuck with them. But it was cool to just sit down and just take my time to listen. And shout out to my girl for being very patient because being a musician is not easy. <laughs> shout out to Pepsi. <laughs> I bought a speaker and some new shit with that goddamn check. But no, where I'm going with that is I have the space to experiment and create. And I don't feel like I'm in a rush. I don't feel like I have to go do something. I've worked mad jobs. Come home at 11 o'clock. You ever seen Instagram memories? I mean, excuse me, Facebook memories? Yeah. <laughs> them just be depressing and some of them be uplifting. <laughs> because it goes both ways. Yo, it does because last night that show was dope, right? Not, nigga, 2009, uh, I was doing a show at the Hideaway, nigga. Nobody showed up, bro. Same day. It was my, I was like, I really, my, I really hope somebody shows up. That was my Facebook post, nigga. And I had a show like last night. Full circle. Full circle. Just gotta acknowledge that, right? Real quick. But you know what? You set yourself up, bro. If you care about your craft, you care about it. And that's where it came from. I always cared about my craft. I just never really had time to figure out how I could better utilize my craft and my tools. I had a bunch of music shit. I had NPCs, all sorts of shit. Nigga, trap boy, look at my drum machines. And then my uh, plug robbed me. So I had all these. If you go on my band camp, that's why I keep the shit up. To remember of having remember the behind the beats book you ever seen that where Adilla's book that had studio and Mad Lib Studio and Cut Kim. Have you ever seen this book? I don't know. I don't. I'm I, not oh, sure. that's your Christmas present. Oh, your birthday's in August, right? Yeah, I'm making sure that book, nigga. <laughs> behind the beat, no real shit. It has me flipping through it on my band camp. You have it up, but I had all this shit around me. Women, great view, all this shit, nigga. And it wasn't about the craft anymore. It was about me being cool and trying to be accepted by people who don't even know hip hop, whose music tastes are compromised. So when you have the space to sit with yourself, yeah, I didn't need all that shit. I know what I need. I know exactly the tools. I, I'm a bare minimum nigga. You give me a little bit more? Cool. Thank you so fucking much. But when I get a lot, I'm going to utilize that shit. So I got a lot of space now. So I'm going to utilize that to just listen and shut the fuck up and listen to somebody else's shit. Don't sample everything. Don't sample everything. <laughs> Don't, yo. As a matter of fact, you can sample anything. Just don't sample everything. Listen don't to music. Don't sample everything. Listen to music, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I got women behind me doing fucking drugs off my fucking vinyl records. I'm trying to make a beat. Stupid. You don't get lightning in a bottle that way. So that's how my process kind of changed. And I also, I, I sequence my beats a lot better because you said sequence. Like nowadays, I was, with, with, with more space and slowing down, I can sequence it. Did, did Indiana have no. a big factor in that? I had a big factor in that. Again, people be like, yo, the city, the city. Nigga, you just happen to live here. Remember I told you? I was like, I don't even want to call you local because you just happen to live here. And we happen, I don't happen to live here, but you happen to live around artists. That's community. That's not local, that's community. Going from a community that I've been in forever since I didn't have dreads, have my own nights, knowing people, creating relationships, authentic joints, getting drunk with people, spending fucking after hours with people, getting fucked up with people, seeing the best and worst. I've I, I, I done the research. And I've sequenced my life to the point where I know what I want it to sound like. So going to Indiana was, it, I, I'm not scared to take risks. Nigga, tell the story, pass the blunt. Speak on it. I'm not scared to take risks, bro, because if you're a real artist, you just fuck it. I, I fucked up. Nigga, the biggest fuck up I ever have, I can never do that again. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm focused on what the fuck I want to do. It's more of a purpose now. And that's where like that kind of Indiana kind of slowed everything. There's nothing there, bro. I played at a local vinyl. Shout out to local vinyl. I played uh, their record store day. Store day, yeah. So but before that, nigga, I was playing. I played a country wedding, bro. I played a company party. You see what I'm saying? Because you know, sometimes you got to make money. Ain't shit out there. Ain't culture out there. I, but I know the art people there. They're a bunch of cool old white people. I live next door like the governor 
of fucking Indiana, bro. Real cool people. Tanya, her daughters are cool. They they be partying on Halloween. But again, relationships, bro. It's not what the fuck. No, I'm me. I'm Dills. What's up? I'm gonna be unapologetic. I'm the only black dude with dreads. So the fuck what? I got the biggest dick here, so the fuck what? You know what I'm saying? My girl got the biggest tits, so the fuck what? But it's not about that. It's about creating. Because once I tell them I do music, guess who's on board? So Indiana kind of showed me a different side of networking as opposed to, I got to go to the show. I got to hobnob with this fucking journalist. I got to fucking party. Because it's very clickish. The city can get clickish. But it's not about the city. It's about you. It's not about where you're at. It's where you're going, fam. You know what I'm saying? Taylor's like, I want to move to New York. I said, why would you do that? I said, go someplace people love you. He's been touring Austin. Go. I came to Denver because people love me in Denver. I'm not going to fucking L.A. right now. I know people in L.A., but I'm not going to get the love that I got from people who've seen me who get those emails. So, like, that's kind of like the whole Indiana made me appreciate my community here a lot more. Interesting, man. Yeah, we're going to talk about the hip-hop community in a minute. Hip-hop, hip-hop. But let's talk about sort of like what your process is right now. Like oh, man. Yo, daily, you, being out there. Like, do you have a daily routine? Fam, you know what's crazy about it? I do what I want. My mom was like, when you're older, you can do what you want. I said, bitch, I accept the challenge. But you have to do a lot of shit you don't want to do before you do what you want to do. And thank God that I'm conscious and balanced enough to understand that at this point, I can do what I want to do because I'm not signed. Nobody depends on my shit but me. I'm, I'm an artist. And with that shit said, it's like, I mean, I wake up, I do what I feel. I'm not going to force it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, when I was in the city, I had to make beats. Let me, like, oh, this nigga made a whole beat tape in a day. Nigga, because I had to, because I got to work tomorrow. And I got to fucking do some shit I don't want to do that takes me away from the music. And But I'm making the money for the music. It's survival. Ah, oh, that sucks. But, it, but the struggle is what makes the shit beautiful. So right now, it's more like I just, like today, I, we, I have to party a little bit last night. You know what I'm saying? Didn't get too much sleep. My girl snoring or whatever. I got the iPad right here. What is Dills going to do? Nigga, I'm not going to watch porn because she's right next to me. I'm not going to fucking watch YouTube because, like, what do, I, what do I feel like learning on a hangover? I'm going to listen to some music. I'm going to see what touches me. I, I, I record them and I just store them. The shit I made you today, I just made it because I felt like doing it. But some days I don't fucking feel like doing shit. I just listen to other shit. I watch TV. Yeah. Read a book. Soak up the inspiration. But lately, since I've been traveling, because I've been, I've been away from home since um, pff, Monday... So I was up in the mountains finishing a record. So I had to hear a totally different set of beats than this one. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just felt like making music today. Some days I DJ, I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear no music. I don't want to hear shit, nigga. I want to hear complete silence, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But today I just felt like doing it. So it's, 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 it's either or. Now, when I want to finish projects, that's, that's why I kind of forced myself into a routine. Where this approach thing, I, I started the approach a month ago, which is crazy to think about. I made all the beats in a week, except for the ones that I made la yesterday or the day before that. And I was like, yo, that beat sucks. Mitch and match. It's, uh, it's living art. I send you, and here's the beautiful part. You got a version that nobody else has. You and a few people. That might not mean a lot to me, but when niggas die, guess what you're going to be like? Nigga, y'all, they, they had their due date. Like, y'all ain't got this version, nigga. Come on. But it's not about death or life. It's literally about like, yo, here's something special. Because the band camp people aren't getting the special tracks. Remember I sent you the MP? There's the bonus jumpers, bro. Shout out to DJ Umo on uh, KG and U. He played a couple of those, uh, the, the the special jumpers, the secret ones. So I like those Easter eggs. Like if you were there, you were there. So my process right now is just to try to get the idea out. Hopefully it sounds dope. Hopefully I don't spend like an hour on some dumb shit. Cause nigga, you're making beats. You make beats, right? Uh, a little bit. This, nigga, this nigga be beating and shit. This nigga be beating. 
Um, no, but no, but you understand that like the, you have to listen to a loop a billion times, and it, sometimes it sucks. And that's the part that's like, oh, God, I don't want to do it. It's very emotional when I make beats. So if, I, if I'm like, like, I'll literally walk by my studio and just look at it. Like, not, not today. Like, you know what I'm saying? Eh. Tom Cruise and Top Gun too, nigga. But then some days I'm inspired as fuck just out of nowhere. I'll watch, like, the making of Justified, Justin Timberlake. I'll watch an interview with fucking, like, Frida Kahlo or so do some just shit that I can learn about. People's lives inspire me, and they motivate me. Wow, this nigga did this shit. Dilla was sick and he made beats. I don't give a fuck if he made him at the hospital or not. This nigga was dying. Nigga, you, I got a stomach cramp, nigga. I'm taking a shit. I'm, I'm looking at fucking samples too. Because Sonder, other people live just as complex lives. Just some of us are very talented. So I try to make something dope that y'all might like. <laughs> that's my process. This sample sounds cool. Let's see if I can flip it. Oops, I can't. Oops, let's loop it. And that's the other thing too. I don't, I don't make it precious. It's a fucking nigga. It's a song. Sometimes I just loop the shit because I like that part. That's hip hop as fuck. Now, now am I going to get publishing on it? No. But then you got to find shit that people can't find. Under 500 views, YouTube, baby. That's the metric, huh? Nigga, here's a <laughs> shout out to my dude Oleg. Yo, I paid this nigga $1. This nigga had the dopest YouTube channel and he got stricken. Now, these niggas is fucking dropping like rare. Like, you would never hear this shit if you didn't have the internet. Yeah, like, you would not find it. Or you would, and somehow it's like, how the fuck did you get it? Oh, my grandfather had this shit. So I've been listening to, like, prog rock, a lot of anything, dude. Ambient fucking music from, like, 1976, library shit, whatever, whatever. Ch uh, Korean covers of James Brown songs. Yo, nigga. Australian covers of fucking Doors songs, nigga. Oh, my gosh. Nigga, covers are the best. But where I'm going with that is... Sometimes I want to loop it. Sometimes I chop it. I find breaks. I'm a big break guy. I want to find breaks. Everybody uses the same goddamn dusty breaks. Nigga, find a Korean doing a James Brown cover. Them niggas got the kicks, the snares, and the t -t 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 hi hat. You know what I'm saying? This nigga the other day is like, "What's a hi hat? Open hi hat." I like this nigga like. In his ear, I did it right in his fucking ear, nigga. Remember in Jurassic Park with Newman and the things? I did it right in his fucking ear. I never, he'll always remember what the high it is. But I just look for some dope shit, bro. That makes me feel cool. I don't force it. Sometimes I suck. <laughs> Niggas think they're so cool, nigga. Nigga, sometimes I'm ugly, nigga. I don't give a fuck. It's just still gonna be funky. But you gotta find some funky shit. You gotta have the funk in you. George Clinton told me that. I saw him smoke crack one time. Shout out to Johnny Denver. But yeah, that's my process, bro. Dope shit. Make the shit. Make the, detach. My psychologist, who's myself, says that I have a detachment issue. But you know what? It's a coping mechanism for not making things too precious. So these beats are cool, but I can make some doper shit today. That's why I wanted you to have those five. I was like, yo, nigga, I'm probably not going to listen to this shit for a while. So can you just tell me it's cool or not? Cause... <laughs> and that was the thing about my set last night. I was going back on beats. I made a thousand beats. I have to go through a thousand beats. Nigga. I have to play beats tonight. What am I going to play? Who knows? And we're looking forward to it, man. Beats Bodega at River Bar and hey, don't be Gallery. shouting these niggas out. Boo! <laughs> Yo, me and Face we'll are cool, soon. my nigga. We'll me and be Face soon. Cool. Yo, shout out to Face for showing up, man. I thought that nigga hated my beats. And he came. <laughs> Yo, he'd be in my apartment. And we'd be rolling up. And I'm like, making beats. He's like, Yo, so your niggas ain't trying to make beats? I said, nigga, the beat is made, nigga. I'm not <laughs> He's like, all right. I'm like, nigga, I didn't appease Face today. I didn't get the right Face today. He's from New York, too, man. Shout out to Face. <laughs> And his wife, his wife is awesome too. Absolutely. But you know, it's dope to see Face go from, you know, he moved here. He, I think he came. I think he came to see me, DJ Metalurk. I think that's how I met him. But I never know how I meet people. I just know that I know him. So, me and him kicked it. We blazed down a couple. He hooked me up with a couple sacks. This nigga made beats. He had the old school shit. 
This nigga fucked around with daddy's house. Real East Coast shit. Real roots foundational shit. Like, after the band bought shit. Like, the cool shit. So I'm like, yo, this nigga knows what he's talking about. So I always tried to make his, like, yo, nigga, this is B. Kind of blow me off, nigga. <laughs> this is three years. This pandemic shit. I'm like, this nigga face hates me, nigga. I'm like, fuck. So I hit him up. Remember, I asked, you was like, how I do it? So I hit face. I was like, your face. Yo, my nigga, come on, son. Son, come on, son. Yo, son, you already talk. Yo, let me DJ your shit. He's like, oh, of course, son, of course. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> Thought you hated me, so he showed up last night. You know the face is tall. Anyways, yo, I'm over here, son. I'm over here. How we do? I'm like, yo, face smiled. Told me my shit was dope. Cool, nigga. Cool, cool. So shout out to face, man. Shout out to face, man. I asked this question to some people. Some people I don't ask some this question don't to. I mean, it's simple. It's it's not too deep or open ended, but it could be like what That's are your, what she said. Do you have goals in music? Like, do you Here's, like what are some of your goals? My goals are to stay authentic, to keep myself um, disciplined. Okay, here's a goal, man. There's short term goals, long term goals, lifetime goals. Goddamn, right? And people get caught up in the lifetime goals, but sometimes you just got to accomplish what you can accomplish. If all I can do is put out a fucking album today on Bandcamp, I fucking did something. I put down a schedule, I stuck to it, and I believed in myself. That sounds really corny, but that's how this tour came together. I said, you know what? Let's put a couple pieces together. All right. I'm creative. I make covers. I do my videos, do my reels, whatever, right? But how can I put this as a whole package? Let me give uh, leaks to the homies, okay? Let me send some to the homegirls, okay? Let me just sprinkle shit on Instagram. Okay, cool. All right, that's not enough. What can I do? Let me call some people and make a little mini tour in Denver based off of it. Perfect. Cool. Come on, let me do an album party. Okay, cool. Boom, 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 boom. It's coming together, it's coming together nicely. Fucking, uh, uh, no, it's all coming into place, Mr. Burns. Um, so that's the goal to, to continue to achieve short-term goals because those short-term goals become long-term goals which become, oops, lifetime goals. Because my lifetime goal, to be honest with you, it's a financial one. It's a little fucking... Um, a superficial, like, I just want to make $100,000, $120,000 a year on music. How can you do that, Dills? Guess what? There's a billion ways to do it. Do I have the time to do all of it? No. And that's why I need to get disciplined. I can make all the beats all day, but I got to do the custodial shit. I got to send the invoice. Business I got to send. You know what I'm saying? I got to go, you know what I'm saying? Like, Ugh, I just want to sit and make beats. I don't want to talk to niggas on the phone today, you know? And sometimes I don't because I have the, I have the freedom to, but I have to when I have to. So my goal is to pretty much stay consistent. Like, my life turn, go, give me $100,000. Give me a little something, nigga. My uh, long-term goal is just to go city to city and just do what the fuck I did last night. Be able to pay for a band like that. Be able to rehearse. Because we didn't even rehearse, my nigga. I'm in Indiana, bro. Like, I trusted these niggas, and they trusted me. Thank God. And it's really dope to have musicians, like, respect my sample game. Like, nigga. Like, that is, like, props is a true thug's wife. Like, three things in my life, man. The first girl I ever, one of the girls I have sex with, she goes, you made me come. Accomplishment. My mom's like, yo, you're a genius. Accomplishment. Having musicians be like, yo, your shit is dope. Accomplishment. Now you can interchange those. You can do whatever you want. But as an artist, I've always wanted that since I wanted to sample. Sampling's not music. Okay, but you can manipulate it to make it sound like better than you think. Or you can, te or you can teach people about the shit that they didn't know about so they may be inspired to go fucking make music themselves. Okay, remember, it's not the fucking tangible it's it's, it's it's the connection bro you have to connect with your music the goal is to stay connected to music everything else will follow my man's yesterday man shout out to my man og man it touched my heart this nigga say yo everything you have right now okay i gotta remember what it says he's like everything everything you everything you need right everything you want you have right now and everything you need is coming to you and nigga, that's pretty profound bro like Nigga, that nigga looked me in the fucking eye. Nigga, you saw it last night nigga, everybody's like yo this 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 nigga stopped me 
I stopped because you got to be authentic with people. This nigga looked me down and said that shit, nigga. I was like, damn, fam. I just sit in my house and make fucking beats with my cats and get high as fuck. And hopefully this shit sounds cool. But that's what it's about, just still connecting with people. The goal is to keep the purpose. The money will come if you're a good person. I mean, you know, sometimes money don't come. You can rob a bank or some shit. You can scam. And, you know, good people do bad things. But really, this art isn't about making music. It's about making movements. It's about making minutes. It's about you being there and saying that shit. Because I told my girl, I was like, yo, nigga, you know what's dope about this shit? People be like, yo, what'd you do last night? Nigga, Dills is in town, nigga. And he had a band, nigga. Thank you, motherfuckers. So, yeah, man, that's the goal to do that. So, short-term goal, keep this shit flying dope. You know what I'm saying? Walk between the rain drops so I don't get wet. Long-term goal, travel cities and do it. Like, I'm always in Chicago. I got people in Chicago. I want to go just play there. I love house music. I want to play my beats there. I want to play them on a rooftop. I want to play them for your mom's, you know what I'm saying, 48th wedding anniversary or something, man. Like, yo, soundtrack music, bro. You know what I'm saying? And not to be whack. That's the goal. Don't be whack, nigga. You know what I'm saying? If you tell me I'm whack, nigga, hang it up, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to see a deals boiler room set or some shit. Yo, you like know what's that, funny? Like... We can boil up a room ourselves. Yes, Look, here's the deal. Put a table in the middle of the room, call a bunch of biatches. <laughs> Get a Red Bull sponsor. I know the people at Red Bull. Bo- call it a boiler room. Who's gonna Done tell deal. you it's not? Done deal. No, but here's the thing, man. I like I like what you're thinking, because you know those are moments, bro. You know what I'm saying? Music is about sharing. Which is a full circle interview right now. My mom shared music with me. My friend shared music with me. My brother shared music with me. I share music with people. I'm learning things and I'm I'm acquiring knowledge of crafts and how people approached out now. Approached how they did their craft. Artists, actors, writers, directors, rappers, singers, blah, 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 Ethiopians, motherfucking Jamaicans, goddamn it, zebras. They don't want to see a black man make it. But they took their shit seriously. I'm wearing Wu-Tang motherfucking Crocs, bro. The only reason they're on Crocs is they took that shit seriously. They approached something like that was beyond them. And it's not about me. It's about inspiring somebody else to do some cool shit, man. That's the goal, inspire. So there's a lot of goals, but I'm I'm Lionel Messi, baby. You know what I mean? I ain't Lionel Toxic. I'm Lionel Messi. Goal. Let's but yeah, go. that's what it Always is, bro. Always <laughs> I'm sorry. Yo, if I'm being weird, fuck you, all right? I, I didn't mean to say that. We got to that out. If I'm being weird, forget you. Forget you. This nigga's Christian. I can't be cursing in his house. <laughs> I love it. Yo, so our initial connection came through TMC in my interview with him. Let me tell you about that album. With, and and God's Eye. Dude, I almost wore that shirt, but I said, fuck. Promotion for that nigga. Now I'm playing. Yo, first of all, Taylor's a sweetheart, bro. I met him through, um, shout out to Fourth Eye, who gave me a lift ride the other day, bro. <laughs> nigga. Fourth Eye? You don't know Fourth Eye. You've you heard of Fourth I, Eye. I, was, uh, I met him last night, actually. Nigga, this nigga, I was in his car. <laughs> this nigga, Dills? I was like, holy shit. I'm looking at the phone, and it's his face, and I'm not putting two and two together. My third eye was on the fourth eye, and, and me and him had a dope conversation about music. Nigga, I love talking to people, man. Niggas be weird. I was like, yo, I love that. I love vulnerability. Fourth eye makes the dopest beats. I met him with a TMC, um, Tony T. Shout out to him with Phil. He's like, yo, well, they want to buy beats as a contract. I'm like, yeah, I guess. But we became friends. Um, I did four, uh, Tony T's Uptown Joint. That's how I kind of started. And then I did one on Luna. I think I, t- Taylor says I'm on all his records, but not all of them are good. So I don't <laughs> want to go look for them. But, um, so, but, you know, he's the little homie. I don't, he's kind of bigger than me, but he's a little homie. He was always around when I made beats. Um, but I always gave him discounts. I'm like, yo, nigga, he's like, I got 50 bucks, dudes. I'm like, all right, tell these niggas you pay fucking 5000 for this shit, nigga. 
Yo, I don't give a fuck. If they, if they didn't ask, nigga. Yo, I paid $5,000 for this beat. Huh? Nothing. I just want to let y'all know. But, so the way fucking God's eye came together, it's like, I I, mean, I love making art art with people that I like and I hang out with. Like, you got to hang out with me. Like, we kicked it before this interview. I fuck with that, nigga. Let me screen this nigga real quick, bro. Okay, you all right, nigga. You like me. We A likes. But Taylor's always around. Let me get beats. I gave him beats. That was uh, God eye shit. I didn't even know the nigga did the record. I found it on Instagram. <laughs> he goes, I'll send it to you, Dills. Rappers, don't send me shit. I'm not listening to it. Because by the time I listen, I'm like, that shit's whack. Nigga. Like, my shit's whack. Not you. It's not you. It's me. It's not you. It's me. Yeah, you already made 200 more beats since Fucking like shit. That. And, I, and you know how long it took me to make that one stupid ass beat? And they always pick the whack beats. Nigga. But Taylor didn't on this one. Um, So, my homeboy here's me. Yo, you know, Taylor is doing an album release show for a Dills Makes Beats produced album. I said, hold please. Taylor. Who's up, dude? The fuck it was sent you the record, nigga. I go on my email. I go back months. It's like tracks. <laughs> I said, nigga, when did you fucking send this? I sent him these beats during the pandemic, nigga. This shit came out this year, end of last year, uh, end of last year, end of last year. I think so, yeah. First of all, he wanted to call our group God's Eye. I said, fuck no, I would never be in a group with you. <laughs> like, nigga, I'm gonna be real. Like, yo, I, sorry, bro. I just I wouldn't jump out of an airplane with you. I love you, nigga. We can ride in the car. So I said, fuck that. So we named the album God's Eye. But how it started was I was drunk on my porch, and I was like, Taylor, you need to do a fucking record. You're charismatic. You're stupid enough the girls like you. You, you, you know how to rock a stage. You're going on tour. You need to promote something new. I'm kind of like the big bro that kicks everybody in the ass because I'm like, nigga, if you got talent, don't waste that shit. I, I, will, I, will, I'll, I will make you feel like shit. I'll make you feel like you killed my puppy if you waste your talent. So I'm like, yo, make this shit. And by the way, he lives in the old room that I moved out of. <laughs> Yo, yeah, he mentioned that in our conversation. Yeah, which it's is just like, that same small ass room. It's got lights at the top. The lights are still there, bro. I used to make beats and be like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but anyway, so I said, yo, use my essence. My cologne's still there. But um, so he comes back and does a record. So he's like, it's coming out. Then all of a sudden, people are like, yo, this record's really cool. Because I was, I was kind of pissed. I was like, nigga, first of all, you ain't hit me for the publishing. Mr. Must, Mr. Motherfucking Esquire's on it. I'm like, nigga, did you send this nigga beats? You know, they be stealing beats these days, nigga. Shout out to Mr. Motherfucking. He's cool. I, I sent him an email. But um, Taylor's like, I didn't think of that. The album's already done. What am I going to do? Not clear the record for the little homie? I'm going to hold a grudge against this nigga? I wouldn't go use those beats anyway. But here's how this shit came together. Remember I told you about I was making those beats really quick? Nigga, these beats were like 45 seconds long. Dudes, can you extend them? Fuck no. You a rat. It was kind of like training. I was like, yo, get your point across in 45 seconds. Because remember, you only have this much time in people's lives, nigga. They're not going to give a fuck about you unless you said something really fast to them that they could grasp onto. Now, that album was very sporadic because he pieced them together, which I respect him for. That's Me and my girl listened to it. I was high. I was drinking some Hennessy. I was like, God damn it, he did it, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, fuck, I was, I was the asshole, nigga. It's not, it's not you, it's me. Because I'm, 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 I'm a grump. So... I listened to it and it was awesome. And I called him and I didn't have a t shirt. You see the t shirts? I didn't get a Luna t shirt, nigga. I didn't get the t shirt before. I, nigga, I, I, <sighs> this nigga's at my house. Where's the t shirt? Where's the t shirt? Nigga, this nigga finally sent me a TMC God's Eye t shirt with my name spelled the complete long way. It's a nice t shirt, though. But uh, everybody liked it. So, like, thank you guys for liking it because. <laughs> He's like, yo, I love that album you did with Taylor. I was like, you know, I got other shit, right? <laughs> I'm a way better rapper than him. <laughs> no, but shout out to Taylor, man. That's a great album, bro. 
Yeah, it was a really fun project. It's and different. I'm, and I'm glad, you know, I always try to talk with artists, you know, around the release of an album or, you know, they got to have some projects, you know, for me to dig into and, 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 you know, create a good conversation like this one, man. This is, this is dope. But, uh, you know, God's Eye. Yeah, he is, wanted to name the group that. What a stupid is interesting. fucking name. It's interesting how that, I, w- I how, called, how it's I would have called it. I would have called it White Man Can Drum. I wouldn't like, or like, or like, or like, or like, uh, uh, Boulder Dog Blitzkrieg or, or Pikachu Pikachu. Like his, something cool. his story behind that is pretty, pretty he insane, was don't you think? He, from like, the dream? He's telling me this came from the dream. First of all, I didn't and... hear that story either. That, okay, I, I, okay, again, I, the reason I'm here is because I objected everything Taylor said, his impression. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. If that's what, okay, he told me that, but I dismissed it really quick. And again, <laughs> I was being the asshole, remember? So maybe I could reflect on that and be like, damn, maybe I didn't really hear him out. But I heard the record, so that's all he's going to get from me. Interesting story, but what really happened was this nigga was drunk and he was at my house and I said, fuck, record, no, nigga, record it as is and he had no other choice. I said, if you want a Dills Makes Beat record, you gonna put it together, you got his own. And guess what he did? He tore it off of it. He made merchandise off of it. The record sounds nice. He still didn't get my publishing right, but that's okay. Because, you know, he, it's, it's art. It's art. I got to share something with my homies. I'm proud of, and I get a t-shirt out of the deal months later. It's a Jildon shirt. It ain't even an American apparel, nigga. Put some hey, money man, in your don't, merch. Don't be ripping T. Hold on, hold on. Oh, he broke, nigga. That's why he paid fifty dollars. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's not broke. He paid three thousand dollars for that. But it's cool, man. I, you, I, I'm on his ass because I think he needs to promote. Artists need to promote their albums. Because I know this ain't coming out for two weeks. Because guess what? I'm still promote this motherfucker though. Cats got to promote their shit even after. Because again, people don't have long attention spans. They forget you. I'm sorry. We love you. But who the fuck are you? Oh, yeah. The show. The whole content thing. Nigga, we just dropped the flyer that day. I, I let it up. I teased it. But people are only going to respond to it that day. And the day after. And the day after. So that's like, I, I want to tell him to make a record that he could do that with and go on tour. Until he has $5,000 to pay me for the next fucking album. <laughs> there we go. Look out for uh part Only two deals or, at the math uh, as well. I want to do a remix record, but the way the album's set up, I don't want to figure out the BPMs. <laughs> Serato Lurie is like, nigga, you need to pay more of a subscription for this shit. This yeah. is so probably not. But you know what might happen? I, I kind of want to do like a, a little quick EP with them. Just get them drunk and get them to rap. And then if it's whack, then I drop it. If it's really nice, then we just keep it. <laughs> Nobody will ever hear it. I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to one of those in the in the email. But yeah, my album, the approach was awesome, nigga. It was really fun to make. <laughs> TMC heard it yesterday. He wanted to rap over it. I said, shh, 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 shh. chill. He said, God's eye. Yo, so real quick, we we talking about TMC and we brought it up a few times. The Denver hip hop community. It's it's real interesting. I out know here. a lot of niggas. I never lived around a place oh, where don't? this much sort of. Hip hop shit was going you from on. You lived in Massachusetts. Yeah, man, it was it. There was it was different out there. Not like this. So talk about you know the Denver hip hop community, how it's evolved over time. Fuck em. Your perception of it. Yeah, let, fuck them. You, me, you no, got let me out of here. Let me be real. Let me be like real. Let me be real. Let me be real. Dills makes beats, man. But you know what? Dills keeps it ill. All right. You try keeping it real. You should try keeping it right. De La Soul. Sexy High is an awesome record. One of my favorite records of all time. Um. Dude, I came from the bottom, man. I won freestyle battles. I went to conventions. Shout out to Adam Dent. Shout out to fucking Supernatural. I have hilarious stories. Like, I cussed out Supernatural because I lost this rap battle to this white boy in a tall T Tupac shirt. Supernatural, like, your bars were that good. I was like, fuck you, Supernatural. And me, we're cool because of that. Um, but I was I was a rebel. I didn't, nigga, fuck you. I don't give a shit. Like, so I know a lot of these people personally. 
Do I like all these people personally? Hey, it depends on how drunk I am and how like how they approach me. They better smell good. Number one, you better smell good. But I've lost money, bro. I've made money. I've made great friends. By the way, all women pay. All women promoters pay you. Every woman, shout out to Christina, shout out to Michelle. Every time a woman's booked me, they've always paid me. Now the niggas, as in the men, white and black people, y'all a little slow on the payment. Invoice due. But what I really learned, bro, was just none of that shit matters. There's no gatekeeping. There was a point where people gatekeep, gatekept the westward, the fucking westward. Right now they have the UMSs. They're picking people who don't fucking contribute anything to the community. I put a rant on it on Instagram. I put the UMSs four fucking years in a row, including COVID, nigga. Cough, cough, right? What happened, nigga? You know what I'm saying? I played the last time I played UMSs, which is before I went to Burning Man, which is before I went to Indiana, which is a whole life thing. I played on the very last fucking bar at the end of Broadway, the very last show on the very last day of the UMSs. And you know what I did? I fucking took my shoes off and I Whitney Houston that bitch, nigga. Because I will always love you. I played for the bartenders. Nigga, I played after, you know who Ramakandra is? Shout out to Ramakandra, yo. Shout out to nobody. Man, fantastic. Yo, you need to get one. You need to get him. He's not even rap. He's a fucking great drummer. But they have this shit called Dreamcast, and they're getting mad buzz. Niggas, this little-ass fucking bar. It's called the Denver Brew Company. And that shit's packed like a motherfucker. Dick to butt. Butt to dick, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> clavicle to clavicle. But <clears throat> I have to follow that shit. Yo, Dills, we gonna save your shit, nigga. I went in the back. I met this dude named Farmer Joe. He was shoveling feed. He goes, he's like, I got the best livestock ever. I said, what you? He was like, chickens. He, he was killing it. Nigga, he literally had the suspenders. I'm sitting in the back. Before that, it was hot as fuck. I had to carry all my equipment. Nigga, I was sweating, nigga. So I ended up kicking with the bartenders. The bartenders last night. I said, you know what? We're going to have a party for you. Nigga, I walked back in. Ain't nobody in that bitch, nigga. That shit was dick to butt. It went from dick to butt kiss, nigga. That shit was a sack. Nigga, so I'm playing for the bartenders. The dude was like, yo, you want to use my table? And I was like, nigga, am I holding you back if I use your table? Nigga, I set up, took my shoes. I said, fuck it, man. All of a sudden, a bunch of women just came in. So, nigga. I don't want to call them bitches, but for the sake of hip-hop, a bunch of bitches. We had the bitches. But no, I met this girl who, um, her name's Lexi. She works for the biggest sync company. It's called, I can't remember right now. But I kicked it with her when she was drunk one time, and I kind of took care of her. And she remembered that shit, and she brought her and all her bitches all the way down Broadway on the hottest day, the last fucking. And she's like, yo, Dills, I knew you were playing, so I'm playing to a bunch of chicks. If people see chicks in a fucking place, like I always say, cats, women. And, and yourself, nigga, and your mom, they're like, yo, it's a hit. So once dudes see that, oh, everybody's in. Now I'm with my shoes off, going wild, nigga, sweating with a fucking pack full of people. The moral of the story is, man, there's no gatekeepers. Fear holds you back. Fear is the gatekeeper. Nobody can hold me back from UMS. There's nobody can hold me back from Westward. That was like an, a goal that was like not very important. And they made it seem like that. So that's how Denver fucking hip-hop kind of was. And I told you before, a lot of Denver hip-hop... Journalism, they clickbait, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I can name names, but you know, I don't want to. I don't want to put this nigga in the crosshairs. I don't have to defend himself. But they, they, they. Hey, this conversation with T Mac, you speak your mind, nigga. Homie. Listen, man. Like, but guess what? Guess what? Back, no. But we gonna keep it respectful though. A lot of these cats, like, who's <laughs> my the, man's respectful? Who, who's the man. best Colorado rapper? You all suck. Every single one of you suck. You want to be a rapper? Or do you want to be a writer? Do you want to be some local fuck? You want to be a fucking stupid ass uh, catfish in a muddy ass pond? No, because you can't even fucking. You're just flapping. It's just mud. That's not cool, man. You should try to do this shit for the art. And I hate in certain parts of Denver community that that wasn't the forefront. But now with the internet, fuck them. 
The city, fuck the city. I love Denver. I love my friends. I love the community. I love people who kept it real and who actually put it forth. Like Felix Fast Forward, like Wesley Watkins, like Caitlin Williams, like uh, Ramakandra, like Dreamcast, like Pulse Ultra. Like I can keep going. These people are making, Deanna Jane, I, these people are making art. So I think that art should be the thing, and I think it's getting there. But I've, I I moved, nigga. I ain't been here for a year, nigga, so I've been watching from the sidelines. But there's good people here, man. Denver has a scene, but I like community better. And the good people are still around. Yeah, it's cool to it's cool to meet some of the people, you know, like yourself, who have been involved in it, uh, contributed a lot to it. And oh yeah, who, I put a lot who, of niggas who, on. Yeah, we're gonna do that for We're still podcast. contributing to it. I mean, last night that was that was that was, a, that was an event, man. But you know what? You know what that was? That was a culmination of just showing respect and putting it into the universe. It's the you and I verse, bro. I came to these people's shows. I was doing stand up comedy, nigga. I go DJ, stop for a minute, let my nigga thread, shout out to thread DJ. I go run across and do stand up because the host knows me. Yeah, Dills, go do a five minute. Boom. Freedom to create and be yourself and just utilize all your tools and making it better for your craft, bro. And and allowing people to help you and not being afraid to ask for help. And and know what you're talking about when they help you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need a thousand dollars for what? Mm, no, nigga, no, no, man, no, no. That's a good question. That's a good answer to that wonderful question. <laughs> I'm trying to like magic. Yeah, that's all like, we're getting here. This is like fucking Rocky Two and shit, nigga. Like you fucking Rocky on Apollo Creed and shit. Remember the end? You son of a Sparring bitch. back and forth. Remember the end? <laughs> and they stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's go. Let's that go. That nigga wrote and directed that movie himself. Nigga, you, that's monumental. That that inspires me. Mm-hmm. They were like, we're not going to buy it unless uh, somebody else was the uh, actor. And Sylvester was like, fuck that. Yeah, he said, nah. And now Michael B. Jordan eating off the Sylvester tree. Go. Yo, he got a new show with him and his daughters, man. His daughters. Yo, you ever like, never mind. Like, see a chick and then meet her dad and she looks just like her dad. I don't know what you're talking about. Still, still did it, though. <laughs> your dad's a handsome man. Your dad's a beautiful man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for this handsome daughter. Get on the screen for a reason. <laughs> anyway, but he did Rocky all himself. And I, I, I like that fucking, you know, I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to fucking write this script. And I think he wrote it like, he said he wrote it like three days. Nigga, you was on Coke, nigga. If I got here, so that's slow, nigga. If I, you wrote Judge Dredd too, didn't you? I bet you drew Judge Dredd too, huh? I am the law. Oh, oh shit. Man. I'm stupid, man. But that shit inspires me. Yeah, man, inspiration. So what you everywhere. what you been listening to, man? What have I been listening to, yeah. bro? I, what I've been listening to is a lot of the people that that I'm interviewing. I haven't been tapped into too much All other right. stuff. Enough of the artists. Hey, you guys are cool. What are you what What are you listening to outside of stupid ass rap music? So, but by, by, by the way, shout out to Jahandi. What's his name, Jahandi? Jahandi. Yo, this nigga's nice, bro. Like real shit. shit. Yo, I like to put. I like to tell people when they're dope because I love telling people when they're whack. Oh my god, you're fucking whack. But homeboy. I, yo, I learned of him off of you. I didn't see him on the gram, but I actually followed him. And this shit's pretty dope, nigga. Yeah, man. I, I actually told him, you yeah. know. <laughs> Niggas be putting fire emojis. I'm like, nigga, this is nice, nigga. I was like, okay, this is fly, nigga. Make it personal, nigga. Okay, I yeah, see the hat yeah. you're wearing. It's not as cool as the beat, but yeah, he's dope as fuck, too, man. And the other dude, uh, the other producer you just um, interviewed, what, it starts with an I? Imperative. Yeah, yeah, that was dope, yeah, too. Yeah, he's, he's You, you kind of hitting him. You kind of, yo. He kind of the Zane low right now. Zane get low. <laughs> DJ Team Academics. <laughs> my go. chat niggas. My chat AKA. niggas. My chat niggas. I'm have to start hashtagging that. T- nah, team fam, leave that alone, bro. You got your. You know what I'm saying? But deals. I mean, music is a big part of of my show here. 
Do you know what the other big part is? Secret talents. It's food, man. You know, deals makes meals as well. Deals makes Listen, feeds, bro, I'm deals a, yeah, cooks I'm, meals. I'm, 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 okay, what, what's your question? So, it, it, give hey, me the goddamn where question. Where are the go-to food spots? I told you spots? not to ask me about food. I told... <laughs> no, go ahead. Go-to food spots here in Denver, man. When you're in the studio about to charge up for a session before the How show. How much money do I have? Where are the go-to food? It's unlimited, bro. So, yo, you see the show says 50 here. bucks. Okay, like, here's the deal, man. Anything, anything full 70, between 70 and 77. All right, now that's a cold day. Now, damn, that's a great question. Uh, I usually fuck with Bitty Blancos right over there by Wax Tracks off 13th. That's a cool place. Um, Park Burger is pretty cool because I know people there. See, I only eat places I know people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cheers around here. Are you working today? I'm about to slide through. I got the bleeds. And then, you know, she's one. No, but um, to be honest with you, bro, I've been eating like mad healthy in Indiana, bro. Like, okay, no, you said Denver, though. Man, I'm gonna no, be real. I, I, no, I'm gonna shout out my Mexican family right outside uh, Matchbox, the Red Joint. Yo, that yo, I love them so much, man. They they, they made me a hamburger. Yo, their grandkids are awesome. Yo, you got to connect with the people who handle your food, man. You know what I'm saying? That's my fam. So any anything Mexican truck, and there's one outside of Metal Art too. But I haven't been here for years. So I don't know if they there or not. Y'all can confirm. Fact check this. But yeah, anything Mexican out of a truck, full seventy to seventy seven. I love it. I love the, um, you know, the detail. Oh, 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 oh famous, famous Jays, off uh, twenty uh, seventh and Welton, right by seven fifteen. I like it. Yo, I'm, yo, I like East Coast, man. I like I can eat it and stand up. I don't want to sit the fuck. My girl, let's go sit down. I want to stand up and run when I eat my fucking pizza. I got shit to do. I want to do a full to fucking make. sprint. With a- <laughs> <laughs> if you see somebody running down the street with a full meal, because I'm gonna be real, because when you tip, when you tip, you tip the whole fucking people. This nigga just gave me water. I gotta tip you, nigga. I'd rather just take it and go, bro. But yeah, so anything pizza, anything Mexican out of a truck, anything full seventy and above. Deals is picks of the week. <laughs> what is on a Deals makes beats pizza? If there's a specialty no pizza, beats, no beats. Okay, sprinkle that thing with a little. Yeah, I mean. No, real shit. I'm kind of basic, bro. I like the cheese joint. I like sausage. <laughs> no, but I like stuffed crust, nigga. No, here's what you do. Here's what you do. Save the money for the pizza, and buy me a, a, like a, a, a like a calzone or a fucking oh. sub. You know first one, first one to mention calzone right calzone. here. Let's go. I love Seinfeld. He's like, yo, calzone. He's like, calzone. Remember that shit? He's like, George, I want calzones. Calzones is on my mind. I smell calzones. Yeah, Calzone's man. Because when I was a kid, East Coast, you know this shit. Being from New York, New York. By the way, the worst song ever. Which I'm not gonna get invited to the Rock Nation. I hate that. New York, Street. I was like, nigga, that's not the New York I remember. Post 9/11, that's not the New York I remember. <laughs> but anyway, so I love Italian food, bro. Anything, anything ethnic. But bro, what's in the Calzone? Calzone. Oh man, come on. Anything else, man? What you want? Parmesan? What you want? I mean, me personally, I like a little hearty meat. You know what I'm saying? Like sausage. Oh. Put a put a little pepperoni in there. You know what I'm saying? Prego, prego. Um, you know what I'm saying? And then, but the real thing is what you drink it with, my nigga. Hey, what you pairing it with? Man, lemonade, Pellegrino, bro, son, Pellegrino, son. Sparkling water, as they say in Italia. I like it. I like it. It's all good, fam. It's all good. Hey, deals makes meals. Deal eats meals. Deals, deals teaches cooks beats. Deals teaches the youth. He drops gems. Nigga, I got to do a show tonight. Fuck. I love it. <laughs> Nigga, I got, you know what I'm going to do? It's, it's funny because there's no band this time, so it's like, ugh. <laughs> 
Nigga, yo, last time I was there, niggas wanted to rap. I was like, yo, give me the mic. I was like, give me the mic and get off stage. I was like, nigga, no, you're not rapping over my shit. I'm sorry, fam. Not, not today, not today. But yeah, man, I'm gonna go over and play some fucking beats, man. Hey, man, uh, that that pretty much does it for me. Anything else you want to leave you know the people what? with? Here's the thing. We're like drink champs and yay, man. We're gonna have a part two when I come back to Colorado. Mm, hell yeah. Or you can come to Indiana and I'm gonna but bring your shit. Bring the ring camera, Ooh. the twelve dollar Amazon ring camera, bring the, you can lead a fan. But no, fam, yo, thank you for fucking having me, man. It's really dope to kinda like connect with people who understand. If you know, you know, as the kids say. And this is like this is all I want in my life, bro. Make some fucking music, make some titties, jiggle some acid shake, get some peer respect and have the the new fucking uh, what's your name DJ uh, Team Academics DJ Tad nigga you know what I'm saying but yo I appreciate you bro thank you for letting me in your house and I guarantee you'll get way more views than any other motherfucker you've ever had on the show or will ever have <laughs> the best there ever will be the best there ever was and the best there is right now motherfucker hey deals cutting promos here on conversations with Team I don't take my sunglasses off for nobody there's nothing left to say nigga here. cheers me up I gotta take this one sip. Nigga, god damn it. Yo, man, what a great time, man. <laughs> He's about to pull the Nardwar out. <laughs> Nigga, yo, Nardwar. But yo, man, let, let me ask you one question. Let me end this on one question for you. For you. If you were a hot dog and you were starving, would you eat yourself? What if you had relish on yourself? What if you were charbroiled and not fucking boiled? A lot of factors. Lot what of kind factors. of would it be a ballpark bun? Would it be a pretzel bun? If you were hungry and you were a hot dog and you were dying of starvation, would you eat yourself? It's wrong. Forget. The question is, could you eat yourself? <laughs> I'm Dills Makes Beats, man. Your favorite producer's girlfriend's favorite producer. Thank you, T Mac. I ended this nigga's show. Boop, 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 boop. Sign deals if the math is real, bitch.